three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy is good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos and motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Welcome in, everybody. It is Wednesday, August 2nd. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you once again from the world-famous remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in always sunny Jeffersonville, Indiana. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you if you're interested in higher learning, want to uh, make a little bit more money, have a little bit brighter future. UofL College of Business can make all those dreams happen. Visit business.louisville.edu today. To find out how we're on the air today from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know it's better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey. It's the second day of fall camp. Football now in full swing. That's what you can say after the first day. Full swing. We've got practice reports from yesterday. Uh, we're going to, we won't be able to hear from any players or coaches, I think, before we get off the air at 6 today. But they will talk at about, I guess, whenever practice wraps up, around 5.30-ish. Uh, we can react to what we heard from yesterday. We've got some uh, some some Major League Baseball notes to get to. We'll talk about the Reds. We'll talk about the local teams. Uh, the Bats are back tonight after a thrilling 3-2 victory last night. Kyle it was Phillips. insane. Did you get to listen to it? I, I, I saw the highlights. Yeah, it was insane. Even Nick had me getting pumped in here. I, I, I popped when when, uh, when we got the game-winning hit. I'm in here alone jumping up, clapping, like, come on, Bats! <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Phillips is a bad man, man. He's, he's a strikeout king in the International League. Uh, rolling it up last night, looking good again. Call them up, Reds, because we're giving up 20 runs to the Cubs. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I listened to it a little bit yesterday because I – so I went straight from here to – Virginia got her first haircut yesterday, which I was a little bit worried about. Didn't get too short, right? No, no, no. She, she basically just got like sort of – I mean, her hair is very thick, very long. She clearly does not get that from me. Um, but it's very curly, and she... She's know, also very young, too. She so. is, yeah. They wanted to, like, just... She was getting some kind of, like, raggedy ends. They wanted to cut those off. Mary did. And Mary was getting her hair cut anyway. She was like, this is, this is the perfect night. We'll just bring Virginia along. I was a little worried about how it was going to go, because Virginia, she's never done it before. I don't know if she's going to hold still. I don't know if she's going to... She was great. She was awesome. And the way that they pitched it to her was, you know, we're going to give you straight hair like Ariel, because everything is a little mermaid these days. Now, now we're on Ariel. Oh, we're, we're 100% on Ariel. Okay. So she, she, we had a birthday party on Sunday at the the ballet school. It was actually the same. Her ballet teacher was running the birthday party, and so she kept calling. She's like, "Virginia, come here. Virginia, do this." And Virginia's like, "Please call me Ariel." Like she wants, she wants to be called Ariel now. So they pitch it. They're like, "We're gonna make your hair straight like Ariel," and she's all in. She's she's buying it. She's being great. She's being awesome. 
And then at the end, when they get closer, she's like, when are you going, when are you going to make it red? And they were like, oh, well, <laughs> we, we can't dye, you know, little girl's hair red. You know, we're not going. And can you not dye a two-year-old's two I mean, hair? You can, but, like, we're not dyeing her hair red. Well, I mean, you're, 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 not, you're not, like, giving her a nose job like a. We're, we're, just, we're, not, we're not dyeing her hair red. Okay, just a second. And so, Virginia, like, here, you can see she starts doing, like, the little love curl. And you can tell she's like, but, but how, I'm not going to look like Ariel if I'm not. I'm like, oh, God. You're not, you're not half fish either there. So. So, and I, I kind of look at uh, Mary and I look at Juliet, the, the the woman who cuts Mary's hair. And I'm like, I was wondering how you all pitched this to her because she, she, she had not brought up the I, I knew we weren't going to dye her hair red, but she was all in on looking like Ariel. I assumed it had been covered. Apparently had not. But for a brief moment, she got kind of upset. And then she was fine. Yeah. Uh, and then we got in the car and listened to a little bit of the bats with Nick Curran, as all three-year-olds love to do after they get their first haircuts. And uh, didn't get a chance to And Jim Keltz. Jim and was Jim, there. Jim Keltz was on the broadcast last night. Yeah. Always a, a nice little t- treat to Always the Keltz man. Yeah, especially when they're going on the road for two weeks after this week. So it's going to be uh, – we're going to be without Jim for a few weeks. And the bats got it done. Yeah, so. bats got it done. In the snap day, a three-game losing streak. Uh, I think it was it. Uh, who was it? Is it Young or who's it? Only one, only one bat had a hit all the way up until the ninth inning. Oh, really? He had two hits as a team, and it was both by the same guy. And I'm trying to remember. It was, it was something Young. I think I forget his name now off the top of my head. But uh, and then, yep, yeah, not bomb the ninth. Bats woke it up. Love the bats, including the uh, uh, who was with it, the game winner. It was also his. Uh, he extended his hitting streak as well with that same hit. It wasn't Marte. No, no, Marte made the error that actually led to them right. being behind, but. Uh, and Marte actually scored on the, being walked. He scored their first run. Uh, but I can't remember who it was that had the, the game winner now off the top of my head. We can look it up. It's fine. Yeah, it's no big deal. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter. He, he was awesome regardless. You know what his name man. is? His name is Awesome. His name is Victory. His name is Victory. <laughs> Begin with a V. What was it? Victory. Bats win. Bats win. The, and the Bats win. And the Bats are going to win tonight again. They're going to beat Omaha. Now, you're pulling double duty. You're, you're on the Bats game tonight. Yeah, Josh, I guess, is having uh, – he's got a lot going on up at the other job. He, he told me it was going to be a hectic week, and he asked me to do a couple of day, extra days this week, which I have no problem doing. I've told him before, I, I don't mind doing – just don't – I'll do weekends. Just try not to ask me to do weekends. I, I, I don't mind doing a double shot during the week. I'm already here. I'm working. I'll stay an extra couple hours. Luxury money. I just hate coming in. Yeah, I hate coming, especially on Saturday or Sundays. I'll do it. I just don't like doing it. You you walked in with a full backpack tonight. You were like, oh, it's it's, it's my PS Five. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you came with accessories tonight. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I was a little worried though because on the way here, someone did that. One of those morons who make a complete stop to turn on a right hand turn. No, I, I hate those people. It's like just clearly you've cheated to get a license because there's no way you know how to actually operate a motor vehicle if you're doing this. And I, I had to you know, hit the brakes a little bit, and my, I heard the PS PS Five kind of go. Off the off the back seat under the floor, I got a little worried. My baby, I, I was I was like I was like writing down their license plate number because something's wrong with this. I'm coming back for them. I had my child you owe me, car with me. You owe me five hundred. You owe me. I should have put a seatbelt on her. You're gonna get like one of those baby on board stickers, <laughs> PlayStation face. Do people still use those? Oh, I see them every now and then. I thought those were got replaced with the stick figure family on the corner of the. Uh, didn't that, didn't that become the new baby on board? Yeah. I mean, the, the baby the, on board was always so dumb. I was like, well, I was just going to ram you. But now I guess <laughs> I'll drive very carefully. <laughs> Do they still get out the honor roll student bumper stickers too as well? 
I thought I'd never see that. I've never, I, I never see those anymore. I don't see them like my students in honor roll, so and so. I did like the like father of a student who beat up an honor roll student. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. that. Came out <laughs> a little bit later. <laughs> now it's all about the yard signs. I don't know if you've seen this around your hood, but they've got like. Well, know, I mean, yeah. When you get into like every every yard around here, it's like home of a future, like you know, Holy Trinity Eagle, home of a future. Oh, I haven't like, seen those. Usually, I just see the political stuff in and my house. The, in my and they have the graduation ones now. They've got like it's just yard signs for everything. Like, I, I would have killed my mom if she'd put up, like, you know, proud graduate of Holy Trinity classes. Like, I would have been like, no, take that down. We're not doing that. I'm Our son that. just took a deuce. Yeah. <laughs> Went one for four over the weekend in his AAU baseball game. It's like, okay, are we really just celebrating everything now? <laughs> I don't think – are you going to be a, a yard sign for your – because – no. Now you say that my buddy, I remember going to his house, and he had, like, the uh, – when his, when his daughters had graduated from Ballard. Uh, two years ago, they he had like the signs like Ballard graduate, home of the Ballard graduate, or something. Yeah, I was like, I say it so definitively. As it was right I between his Black Lives Matters and his something else, yeah, uh, yeah. like other political poster. As if I have any say in the matter. If my if my wife wants us to be a yard sign family, we're gonna be a yard sign. <laughs> well, family. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I will. I'll do what I do, which is like be like, ah, this was dub, and just not say anything else and not prevent it from happening. So it's what we do as men. We 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 bury it deep inside. And, and then, then go to the basement and yell at sports. <laughs> I will hold my emotions where they belong, deep inside me, and then one day I'll die. And Look, that's it. Well, we take it out on our, our head coaches. Well, yeah. That's where, that's where we take If you're having a bad day with Mary, boy, I feel, I'm going to feel bad for Kenny Payne that night if you don't get a win. That's, well, that's how it goes. <laughs> Did you think Mary is a street, as a yard per, uh, sign person? She doesn't seem like one. But to call her a street person? <laughs> a street, street one. <laughs> Well, technically, it's on the street, kind of, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see when it when it happens. I don't. We're pretty much in line with stuff like this that we think is just dumb <laughs> that wasn't around when we were kids. <laughs> so we're like, this is stupid. So I don't know. We may not. We may not end up being a yard sign family, but we'll see what happens. You should go back to the bumper sticker stuff. We don't even know what, where. This is a a quick aside. My daughter I counted her numbers. <laughs> I'm assuming a lot of parents listening can relate to this because I've, I've talked with a lot of friends like, it's so different picking schools now than it used to be it used to just be like you know, well where you live the school's close we're gonna go like i went to wilder because we were we lived kind of close to there and my brothers had gone there and my, my mom went there and no brainer right and, and yeah now, i went to westport and wagner's equity taylor because that was the district i lived in and now it's all so different and now especially with with catholic schools because i ended up going to holy trinity basically like we met friends through sports that were like came really really close and I was already playing sports in Holy Trinity. My mom was Catholic. We were you know, being raised Catholic. And so we're like, oh, it's just about halfway through grade school, we tr- I went to Holy Trinity. And now, like, you do, like, tours. Like, I mean, we've got a three-year-old. We already have to start thinking about this. They have all these different events. They've got, you know, the, the parents' nights. They've got, like, luau night and trivia night and all this stuff. It's just you know, daddy-daughter dances. There's just so much going on. I'm like, whatever happened with, like, the kids go to school and then they go home? Every now Isn't and then there's a sports about to be practice. in grade school? She's three. She's got. We have two more years at at Christchurch, the preschool. Um, she's gonna, you know, where my mom works. Like she'll do. She'll, she's in like normal preschool this year. Next year she'll do pre K, and then she'll be in, in kindergarten. And kindergarten now, it's where everybody starts there. Like wherever they're going to go to grade school is uh, you start with kindergarten. It just it starts so early, and everything is so. I mean, when you just want to send her intense. to like the schools you went to. I don't know. I mean, see, I went to Holy Trinity, 
And Holy Trinity is a lot different now than it was when I went. Like when well, I, I guess there, you can't go to yours because you went to all boys schools, though. The Catholic school. Well, no, Holy Trinity wasn't all boys. Holy Trinity. Oh, okay, but uh, I guess you're right. I guess uh, she'd have to go. Like, what would be Trinity's uh, Sacred Heart, right? Sacred Heart or Assumption or okay. Get Mercy and, um, but I mean, like when I was going to Holy Trinity, like it was, it was all just like kids from that neighborhood, like all kids, like Dylan Lawson, like live right down the street. My best best friends, uh, Eric and Andrew, like live right down the street, like. It was just everybody who was in that area. We didn't even have air conditioning until I was in sixth grade at Holy Trinity, and now it's like you know, it's very different. They have got like, a ton of kids go there. The teachers are using like microphones. It's all, it's all just. Uh, you know, you can always go to public school. We could. We you know we're we're entertaining all options at this point. So I mean, we'll figure it out. We got we got a couple years. But the recruiting the recruitment is on. Recruiting never stops in this series. Speaking of of stuff at home. We are. We were kind of. I know you were running around because you got the <laughs> I late hope call. Schedule an announcement for her. <laughs> for her we'll hold a, like, we'll hold a press break radio, <laughs> like a, t- a two hours. Spe- the decision <laughs> the from two to three. Sit me down, bro. I We'd like to thank all the schools. I kind of yeah. <laughs> Thanks to the schools that weren't even involved. <laughs> thank the out of state schools that offered us a tr- offered us moving abilities. <laughs> Throwing like a like a Saint Rita hat. It's like that. Oh, we were we were never going to Saint Rita. <laughs> Apologies to all my St. Rita fans out there. Uh, no, okay. so we've got – I know you were running around because you got the late call to do the bads. I was running around. I was got here on time. You you were running a, a little bit behind, but we both ended up getting here on time, which was great. Yeah, well, when I say late, because I'm usually, I'm usually here by like, right. no, like, like 52, 53. I know and, you were stressed, but you pulled yeah. in – you strolled in at 57. So we were, yeah. we were good. We were good to go. But I was worried I was going to be a little bit late too before you sent that text because Mary's going on a, she had a, a quick work trip, which means – it's oh, all yeah. daddy tonight. Well, kind of one on the order. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean, it's definitely gonna have to be like a. I don't think we have anything to eat at the house. So it's probably going to have to be like pizza or DoorDash. I did pizza the other day. Did Pizza Hut. My sister's gonna come over and help out for a little bit, just to you got both of them. See the kids. Where's and, Where's Mary going? By the way, she's going to Texas. Um, I actually don't it's know. It's not where very quick trip. That's a- well, she's back tomorrow night, so it's 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 quick. Um, yeah, she was hoping she could just get out of this, but she's got a very. It's like they're trying to because. Her work is very much like a remote job. Like everybody is in different areas of the country, and it's primarily done through you know, Zoom and a lot of conference calls and a lot of stuff like that. And so they want to form some relationships. They want people to actually be able to, to meet face to face because it does feel different when you meet somebody. You can deal with people on conference calls or Zoom or what have you for a long time and feel like you kind of know them a little bit. But when you have that face-to-face interaction and you go through meetings and do some stuff together when you're actually there in person, it does change the dynamic. And I do think it brings you a little bit closer. And so they're trying to do more of these little things. Uh, and so she had to go to Texas for this one day, which does suck. She's like leaving in a couple hours and then she'll be back home tomorrow night. But uh, yeah, it's daddy house tonight. Daddy running the show. Oh, I feel, I feel, I feel like John's going to be introduced to AEW tonight. I don't think he is. John will. No, no, no. John will be watching truck shows. He'll, he'll be, he'll get his truck shows in as I probably fire up Red's Cubs on the the computer. Do you really? Oh, come on. You watch it. You don't. If you're going to watch a disaster of, of, of something or a massacre, watch AEW. Don't watch the Cubs and Reds again. We're going to be better tonight. Better lineup. Brandon Williams is on the hill. It's going to be. Last who started? Night, who started last night? Penn Lively. Last night we oh, gave up lively. on the game. Yeah, ben Lively's, yeah, he's a career double A pitcher. When I saw the lineup, I'm like, well, we're not even trying tonight. Like, we, we started Fairchild and Kevin Newman in the same game. It was just, we, we weren't trying last night. It was we, done. You know what tonight is, though, right? Yeah, uh, is it a. It is a W. It is, defense? Uh, I don't know if he's wrestling going on the title defense or not. It is tonight is the 200th episode ever, though. Blood and Guts. 
Blood and Guts was a couple weeks ago. Tonight's 200th anniversary, 200th episode. Look at them. So it's uh, yeah, it's been They're 200 still doing now. It. I know there's a, a no anything goes three way between Moxley, Tre- uh, Beretta, and uh, and Pinta. I know that. I saw that earlier, and I can't remember what else is. I think Jungle Boy. I think's wrestling. I'm sure Orange Cassidy has to be wrestling somebody. He wrestles every week. Yeah. Well, he wins every week. He does. He's won 26 straight. He's he owns the record now for long most wins in a row with the title. Look at him. There you go. So, you have that look forward to. I won't be watching. <laughs> I did feel yeah, bad. The whole night, oh, that's right. You, well, you don't want you don't want to do it, watch it without without Mary. Exactly. Feel bad. No, yeah. We watch AEW together. That's yeah. It's, it, I, now, now I get it. Okay. The foundation of every great marriage is Wednesday night <laughs> AEW. Um, real quickly, I, this will be my like one minute red segment. Okay. So I, I knew we weren't gonna like last night. What when I saw the lineup, I'm like, we're done. So I've been lively and tapped out. We're not trying. And the poor thing, the, 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 yeah. I, I did feel slightly bad for Ben because he gives up five runs in the first. It's 5 nothing before we even record a Cubs out. And I'm like, this Ugh. game's already over. I'm, I'm on to, to Wednesday night. But he gives up two more in the, in the second. It's 7 nothing. And you look around. We've used our bullpen so much recently. And I, I could tell what was going to happen. I'm like, Ben, buddy. You're gonna have to eat this one. Like he's gonna stay in there. You're gonna be staying out there for as long as you possibly can. And sure enough, I think Swanson hit another home run and got to ten. And you know they used a couple of relievers and they brought they, they in the seventh they started throwing out the uh, the position players. They brought in uh, Maley, the catcher, to to pitch. And then I think they brought in somebody else at what? some point. I turned it off after it's that. It's so yeah. crazy. Once they got to 20, I was like, I can't watch it. I feel like it's when we were kids, like the, the thing that we always remember, the, like the, the funniest thing we always remember was seeing Jose Canseco try to pitch. And now I feel like, like there's like you see position pitchers pitching like all the time on a regular basis in, in, in the major leagues. The Dodgers did it against the Reds on Sunday. I, I was working a bats game when they, the opponent did it. Yeah. it's I mean, it's smart. I mean, I, pitching. I guess. I mean, you're basically saying we're going to put this guy here who's going to throw, you know, like a like a fastball like Henry did in rookie of the year after his arm went back to normal and – we're just gonna let you hit another ten runs off us. Just let, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it works. I mean, the the, the Dodgers. One one day someone's gonna like tear a rotator cover something. They're all like an outfitter. They're gonna put out. There's gonna do something with his arm, and they're gonna feel stupid. I can't remember who the Dodgers brought in, but they brought in like a position player when it was nine nothing in the in the ninth, and like every red was like way out in front of it. They weren't ready except except Kevin Newman. He was like, "This is my moment. <laughs> Double to left center. Here we go." <laughs> he was ready to just feast. I think Votto actually also doubled, but it was a. It, it happens more and more. And the it's, Reds last night, I was like, we're, we're giving up this one. We'll nah, we need a, to win tonight. That's why I think it's not the first time this season the Reds have done it. Oh, no. Every, I mean, every team. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've seen the Blues used to it, but they might as well. The way they're getting beat by Baltimore right now in this series. Save arms. That's what you got to do. I guess. That's what happens. But uh, tonight, hopefully. Save arms, kill a back. cowboy. Still a half game up on the Brewers in, in for first in the NLC. Yeah. But the Cubs, red hot now, back to four games. But they need to yeah, they, they need to get it done. You need at least a split in Chicago. And then after this, the, the schedule for the Reds really lightens up. We get the easier August after going through the gauntlet that was July. They can hopefully start feasting on some of these. Uh, Not too easy. You got Toronto coming up. Well, yeah, we, we do have Toronto. But, but, I mean, like, <laughs> you you thought la- we were easy. <laughs> the last month, it was like every team we played, every series was a division leader or the Brewers who just own us. Now we at least get you know, we have the Nationals coming up after this series. Um, I mean, for what it's worth, if we were in your division, we'd be leading. Well, yeah, I mean, you, the Blue Jays are good. But we also we play really well against uh, division leaders. And we play really poorly against everybody. 
How we have 59 wins, I still am not kind of confused. Reds have 59 wins. So yeah, but we have 49 losses. You'd be up a half game. That's, that's, that's how the math works. That's, that's the best math show in the country. Yeah. That's <laughs> why you're half game above Milwaukee. How was the rest of your, uh, your, your Tuesday night, TK? Nah, it's pretty pretty basic. I got actually I got home decent hour. The, the game ended kind of early last night because it was just you know despite the the, the fireworks in the ninth inning, it was the score was only like three to two, I think. So uh, it was a very quick game. I think it wrapped up around nine forty five, um, but it hung hung out a little bit. Did some did some stuff and then got home. Didn't we watched Dark Side of the Ring, uh, which was okay. It was on the Bash of the Beach two thousand. And then uh, just kind of flipped through the, the cable network. Really didn't have anything on. Watched a little bit of. Uh, I watched Spaceballs. So, okay. Which I forgot how just awesome Spaceballs is. It came on cable. And I started to watch Robin Hood Men in Tights, but that's when I started falling asleep after that. We're men, we're men in tights. Whoo! I kind of wanted to watch it, but. I like Robin Hood Men in Tights. I do too. It's been a while since I've seen it. It was. I guess it came on. I guess they were doing some kind of Mel Brooks thing because it came on after Spaceballs. But uh, at that point, it was like like three in the morning. I just kind of got. I was I was getting a little sleepy. Someone just sent me the Reds lineup for today. Kevin Newman's leading off. Man. Yeah, you didn't see that. I just now saw it. Yeah, I saw that on. Uh, I'm Twitter. telling you, David, I saw that on the X earlier. David Bell got his three year contract extension. He was like, I'm playing Newman all the time now. You guys, Newman hadn't played in like 16 games before he got in the other night. The night that he got the contract extension, this man, Kevin Newman's got something on David Bell. This much has been established at this point. He's only playing after he gets the extension. Like he's just he's. Well, maybe they're trying. Maybe they were trying. Well, no, the deadline, the deadline technically is not passed, but yeah, I think maybe they're trying to get him pumped up so somebody will like trade for him. It's done. It's done. <laughs> well, you got to keep him. He's got to play now too because India's injured. He we don't have to play. We've got like fifteen infielders. He isn't playing at all. Who else is going to play? Uh, well, and tonight I guess you had to because it looks like uh, Dela Cruz is taking the day off, so Sinzel's going to play third. Yeah, Ellie is. 0 for 8 with, I think, six strikeouts in the series. So yeah, so if he's taking off, I mean, how many other you – you kind of let – Senzel's kind of your rotation infielder. Well, Senzel Steer played second the other night. McLean. Yeah, no, he can play second or third. So, that, I mean, that's, that's it. Like, you don't need – McLean's at, 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 at short, so without Cruz and without India, you are a little, little you behind. You could play Steer at second. You could play Senzel at third. Well, then who's going to play left? I mean, whoever. I mean, Anybody but Kevin Newman? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Well, Hopkins is in Louisville right now, isn't he? Hopkins sucks, dude. I don't need him. I don't well. need <laughs> I like him, but I don't want him. He didn't I guess Friedel's not playing tonight, but is he injured? No. Then he's just taking the day off, too. I don't know. Apparently, the series just doesn't matter to David Bell. I don't know what we're doing, but what are we doing? Anyways. How you like? Do you don't like David Bell? I do. I don't know what he's doing here. Like, uh, like you want to root for him because he's a, he's he's like a he's any like a Cincinnati guy or like I like David yeah. Bell. I don't know why he's punting on this series. It's it's a big series for the the race in the Central, and we're just like I don't know. These two lineups the last two nights seem very very strange. Uh, we want to hear from you today on the Thornton Sax line. Hit us up at 502-414-1450. Reminder: Thornton took up the best deals in the city all summer long. Download that refreshing rewards app to take advantage. It'll save you money at the pump. It'll save you money inside. If you want a fountain drink of 32 ounces or smaller, you can get one at Thornton's for just 89 cents. Get all those goodies, fill your car up, and then text us at 502-414-1450. I also saw, I, I told How you. How would you want smaller than 32? I don't know. Just, you want bigger. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Ice could melt. Do, do you think I actually buy the smaller cups at, at, at the, the gas stations when they all count the same price? Let us know on the Thornton sex line if you buy the smaller. It's a Trevor's rhetorical question. <laughs> it was not, I'm, saying, like, I've never seen anybody go, 
Well, I can get the thirty-two for a dollar, but why not just buy the twelve? I haven't stumbled on any of those decisions. I don't. I don't, I don't typically walk into Thornton's and hear people having that out loud dialogue with themselves. Oh, I have every I have every dialogue do out I loud. Do I want the thirty-two? Do I want the sixteen? I, Hello, stranger. I, I do everything out loud as an out loud mo- uh, monologue. Like I'll be sitting here looking at the the the, uh, the pastries and be like, do I want a fudge round, or do I want a Swiss cake roll? How do people usually react to that? Uh, more often than not, they'll either tell me neither, or they'll just just look at me weirdly. I'm staring at. Uh, little Howard here. Little Howard, who, if you don't know, is the he's he's the prize that uh, we have an inner radio. Co- he, he's like the governor's cup for the Big X. Yes. Whoever wins the football game gets to keep Little Howard. Uh, we have not known the joy of having Little Howard at the the other studio. No. But I saw today. First of all, I didn't know Kentucky Roll Call had their own Instagram account. Neither did I. Which I now will refuse to follow. Because they posted Little Howard. They tagged me in the picture, which is how I saw it. <laughs> They're like, here's Little Howard. They're talking trash like, already on like, August 2nd. And then TJ comments, and he's like, God forbid. we." He goes back to like the early internet joke of like 2006, where he's like, God forbid we ever have to see Little Howard with a line beard, a flat bill, and some crown royale. That all like one picture that formed the entire Louisville stereotype because KSR said it. Which is funny time. because Kentucky fans probably more have line beards. They do. They, they, they probably look like that the way they describe Louisville fans I've more never than not. That. And also like crown royale never got is either. not like the worst thing in the world. I don't think. I don't think I've ever drank it, but I, it's not like. I don't think it's known as being what like with like just poor man's whiskey or, so or whatever it is. I don't my, know what it is. My mom liked crown row when I was a kid. And you know, you had it came with like the the velvet purple bag or whatever. Right. I used to, I was like the only kid in, in elementary school that would walk around with my GI Joes being carried around in a Crown Royal bag. <laughs> I was I used to carry my GI Joes and my and my and my my uh, Hot Wheels in a Crown because she would have Crown Royal bags all around the house. Well, maybe it is a true story. I, was, <laughs> I, was, I take it back. The Crown Royal one can stick. Was, the line beards one is ridiculous. So I'm like at the, I'm at the pool like like. I bought my G.I. Joe's and pulled out the Crown Royal bag. <laughs> 80s were a different time, people. <laughs> but we need to get now. Now I feel like it's really a rivalry. Now it's on. We need to get little Howard back this November. Do it for us, Jeff. Bring this horse back to Taylorsville Road. If we if we ever get back to Taylor, are we gonna get back to Taylor? Which one gets that first, little Howard or us? We'll have the YouTube cameras there. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be incredible. What if that's like the big gift? What if they're, they're like the computers have been fine. We've been ready to go back for a while. But they just want to surprise us with the YouTube cameras. I would be, I'd be okay with that. I mean, I find it hard to believe since all the receivers for all my stuff are still behind me. But yeah, it'd be nice. But I also would prefer to just save on the toll, so we could go ahead and just go back uh, now. Dreading that mail. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they just gave up on sending me something. I haven't got anything in the mail in a while. I, I feel got like the other day, and it's, yeah, it's like you haven't paid in like ninety days. Like, oh, I know, I know. I need. I mean, yeah. Anyways. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about reactions to the first day of UofL's fall camp. Um, obviously, we couldn't be out there because we were doing the show, but we had some spies there. They had some words, and we will recap all of that good stuff. Maybe we'll, we'll play some of the interviews that were happened uh, after with the media availability after practice yesterday. We'll get to all that, and then we'll hear from you on the Thornton Sex Line at 502-414-1450. So keep it locked right here. More weather for Joe is next here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X.
High interest rates may be the norm everywhere else. First on next business day, member FDIC. Somebody told me Boy, everything she wants Is everything she sees I guess I must have loved you Because I said you were the perfect girl for me Baby, and now I'm six months older And everything you want And everything you see Welcome back in Wednesday edition of my brother's show Here on 1459, this one's big can we try that at some point today? I'm sorry, I was listening to. Uh, I know. Can you try to do whatever you do with the Wi-Fi? Do you mean you mean check me, all scoots? Bring him back up here. Do you, you want you, the Wi-Fi not working on you? It had, well, hasn't worked in like three weeks. I told you that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. When, when you tell me things, like, I have to like decipher which what's like important or not, and it's hard to do that sometimes. Well, it is. I'd, I'd like to have working internet here. Well, I would like to help you out, and if you talk for a second, I'll go do that. Okay, good. Let's do it. All right, you talk. Make that happen. Final score from the Major League Bay, if you are a Reds fan. The Reds now guaranteed to stay in first for at least another day because the Nationals have triumphed over the Milwaukee Brewers, who can't seem to beat anyone besides Cincinnati. 3-2, the Nats win. So Reds currently a game ahead of the Brewers in first place in the Central. Even if they lose the Cubs tonight, they will remain a half game ahead of the Brewers. feels good to be a Reds fan for at least a- another night. A couple things that we're going to get to in a second that I do want to get TK's thoughts on. I want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line as well. The latest developments in this uh, ever-turning conference realignment circle. The latest uh, big news today via Brett McMurphy. A group of Big Ten presidents have started exploratory discussions on expansion in light of the Pac-12 uncertainty. Last August, the Action Network reported that the Big Ten vetted and cleared Oregon and Washington join, to join the league if it made financial sense. I don't know how, what vetting and clearing you need to do. It's not like they have Oregon picked up a DUI. I, I, I don't know how that works. But Oregon and Washington, apparently, if they make financial sense, the Big Ten has cleared them to join the conference. Those discussions slowed considerably during the commissioner change, but now have reengaged. Big Ten presidents are also considering those two schools, along with Stanford and Cal, while keeping an eye on if any teams leave the ACC, that source is telling the Action Network. So you've got that news. The Big Ten apparently just going to expand it to 34 teams, whatever. You've got Florida State falling all over itself, just letting everybody and anybody who's willing to listen know that they, like, they're leaving. We want to leave. We feel like they're doing the whole, what they've been doing, and they're having a board of trustees meeting as we speak. They're doing the conference realignment equivalent of the eyeball emoji on Twitter, where every statement they put out, it's like the university president or the AD who's like, all I'll say is, I feel very good about where we're headed right now. And it's like, if you could have left already, you would have left two years ago. He's heading to IHOP. <laughs> you leave right now, you'd leave. I mean, they're doing the whole thing where it's like, I don't know anybody who doesn't like money. Yeah, actual quote from the board of trustees meeting going on right now. I don't know anyone who will be opposed to free money. If so, hit the mute button. Like, good Lord. Like, it's it just... Either leave or, or, or don't. If you can leave, if you figured out a way to get out of this grant of rights, then make the move. If not, shut up about it. Like we don't at this point, I don't I don't care. But that's the latest in the conference realignment. Florida State desperate to leave. Rumors that they're going to the Big Ten. Apparently the Big Ten's taking everybody. They're also going to take Oregon and Washington. Is the Pac twelve going to exist as the Pac four? Is that possible? Can you have a conference with four teams? Well no, you can just go and get like Cal just I think the Pac twelve ones has been just the California conference. 
We can get, we can get, we we'll just keep California there. Well, the Big Ten's going after Cal now too. Well, okay, then then we'll get, we'll, we'll we'll get the Anteaters. We'll go out and we'll get we'll Cal North, Cal, Cal Fullington. So you'll be the Big West. You'd be the, you just every you just California would be like the Southwest Conference of the of the new millennium. You see Irvine. Nothing but California. Irvine, Fullington, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Uh, who are we forgetting? That's three. I know there's more. Uh, Long Beach State. Lo- okay, there you go. Yeah, Riverside. Riverside, represent Riverside. Yeah, oh, Riverside bleep, it's Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Santa Cruz. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I, I'm, we're getting near 12, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you, the whole Big West besides Hawaii, I believe, is all in the state of California. So you can just take that whole league and just make Hawaii stay by itself and go back to the WAC. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the way it works. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll get bring in Idaho, too. No. Cause, well, I mean, why wouldn't you want Because you can go to the Nipples Dome or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Is it nipples or nibbles? I'm guessing it's not called the nipples, though. It could be. That's a hunch. <laughs> What's it called? Isn't it the nibbles or is that what it is? I, I don't know. Let's type in nibbles dome. Because if I do nipples, it's probably going to turn out bad. No, that's a that's a dog food, it looks like. Then, then the first thing that comes up is nibbles biodome YouTube clip. <laughs> not right either, I don't think. <laughs> Whatever you do with the internet, it's not working. Oh, it's Kibble Dome. Kibble's a bit. Yeah, I knew it was, that was close. Close enough. That's fine. Did the internet's not working still? No, it's not working. I just rebooted it. Yeah. I talked nice to it. Scoot, you're up. We're calling him up. We're sending you down. It's a- <laughs> or we're sending you over to the AL. I don't want to go down. <laughs> <laughs> you know the AL? Remember we had that discussion yesterday? Somebody's like, you need to send uh, Trevor back to the, the minor leagues, KRC, we're calling Scoots back up. Okay. And you're like, I feel like it's more like the AL NL. Yeah, sending, that's true. We're okay, sending yeah. you over to the AL. <laughs> this is the NL. We don't respect the DH until recently. <laughs> I could do the American League. I've always been an AL type of guy. All right, let's talk about the, the first practice yesterday. It was open to the public, so you had a number of fans and media members who were out there uh, taking in the cards, doing their first workout. Obviously, again, we were on the air, so we don't have a chance to give our own reports. But these uh, people I trust who were there had some things to say. I trust them, too. Namely, we'll talk about uh, Card Chronicle. We had my guy John Powell, a.k.a. Cardinal Strong, out there. He had a little write-up this morning. Matt McGavick of Louisville Report, who we love, his co-host of the show a number of times. He was out there. He had a write-up. Here's what he had to say. Just a couple of tidbits. Read the whole thing at LouisvilleReport.com. But a couple of things that stood out to me. He said, not exactly breaking news at this point, but Jack Plummer... Still the best QB on the roster. His accuracy and arm is just leaps and bounds better than anyone else. Plus, he can demonstrate from time to time his maneuverability in the pocket and when scrambling to extend the play. As far as the the backup race is concerned, McGavick said this. Brock Doman, still very much the primary backup at this point. He looked good. But it will be interesting to watch the battle for QB3 between Pierce Clarkson and Brady Allen. Clarkson had a few plays where his mobility and ability to throw on the run were on full display but Allen has a cannon of an arm that can stretch the field in a hurry. He's also like four inches taller, which which helps. He's, he's like six, eight, six, four. He's he's your prototype quarterback of today. He's like six four, two ten probably, and like you said, cannon arm. Brock can be the back. I mean, first of all, Jack being the heads and shoulders above everyone else. We knew this, yeah. Yeah, that's that's no shock at all. I mean, and the other reports I read. It's actually, I mean, it's glad to hear it though. Instead of there, there's a gap, there's not as big a gap between. I mean, it's, that would make that me would think make Jack's less yeah. than than the other. The way around, but Brock being the backup, I, that's 
Doesn't surprise me, but if something was to happen to Plummer, I can't imagine Brock playing a lot as the back. I could see it maybe going to him, but very quickly it would go to Pierce or Brady as, as the main guy, I think, after that. I don't know. Um, I just don't know. If, I mean, Armstrong had the same thing to say. He said it appeared like Brock Doman was taking almost all of the second team reps, had a nice rollout for a 25, 30 yard strike to the right boundary. He still has arms and legs that look like he can moonlight as a fullback. <laughs> He said, while well, I hesitated to call them third-team reps, Pierce Clarkson and Brady Allen got the majority of the remaining snaps with uh, Evan Conley sprinkled in as well. Clarkson showcased his escapability on a few instances, made a couple of strong throws across the middle. Allen, on the other hand, looks like the QB that Brom would draw a picture of if you asked him to describe what he likes about the position. His size and arm strength is noticeable, but as one ex- would expect, he needs some more time to be in a position to compete for QB1 reps. The final note was that Sam Young had the curls on and popping today. Uh, I mean, so you would think maybe Brock is ahead of them of anything due to experience? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know they're all new to this system, except for maybe Brady and Jack a little bit. But He started six games here, and he's 5-1. and one. Yeah, so yeah. You Say what you will about him. That's uh, you know, he's, he's won football games here. He's won conference games here. I mean, I didn't think he existed at first. He, he does. He's real. Like he's went, the first time you told me his name, I still thought you were making it up. I was like, that's, that's a poor name. Brock Doman's there. <laughs> Uh, McGavick's also said a quick note on the one-on-one period before transitioning to 11-on-11. He said cornerback Jarvis Brownlee decide, decidedly won almost every single rep that he took during this time. The only wide receiver to challenge him at all was... My boy. Jamari Thrash. I, think I, lo- I love Jamari Thrash. I think I just I, I think Thrash and... and um, how am I drawing a blank on the, the Jacksonville State? Kevin Coleman. Coleman. I think those two are just going to... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm my... my Expectations are higher than me watching hour two of AEW tonight. Coleman, nice. <laughs> Coleman, I mean, I'm excited to watch him make plays. Thrash is the guy that I feel like you look at and you're like, this dude should lead us in receiving this year. He should be, he looks like he has an absolute chance to be a, a beast. Plus, I'm due because Eagles had James Thrash for so many years and he sucked. Okay. And they kept telling me, oh, he's going to be good. He's just this diamond in a rough we're getting from watching. I'm like, all right, well, so I'm due a Thrash. The other guy to circle, and I think some of the reports from yesterday back this up. We saw a little bit of him down the stretch last year, a little bit more when we had some receivers get hurt and some guys who announced that they were entering the transfer portal. Chris Bell, remember he played as a true freshman last year. Vaguely, he, he's—I mean, he's—he's he's going to be a big deal for us in, in the offense yeah. for the next couple of years, assuming that he doesn't—you know—maybe get passed up by a couple of guys in the transfer. He's got all the the, the skill set in the world. He's got the size. He can be a, a big time downfield threat for this team this year, and we saw that a little bit in the bowl game. I, I think he was. He, he played well when he got out there and got some extra reps towards the end of last season. Thrash uh, apparently looked good yesterday, but Jaden King had the, the the catch of the day, according to everybody who was out there. Uh, freshman who's still listed as a DB on the roster. <laughs> made, made made the best catch of the day. Well, I mean, is Mario Huggins Bruce just going to just completely fade away from this? Yeah, there wasn't much written about it's it. It's just it's weird. Like This is a guy who we like we, the expectations, what, two years ago, I guess, was it now? He's he's was is he a, he's a, he's a sophomore or junior this year? I think he's a junior, right? I think he's a Richard junior. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, the expectations have been there since the freshman year. Like, it just I don't know. We just kind of felt like this would be a perfect fit for him with this offense, and this it still may be. It, it could be. I'm just, I'm just amazed we just don't hear anything his name ever coming up. I don't know, man. but you know what? We we for for seemed like forever we never heard Jawar Jordan's name come up, and we wondered if he was even there anymore. And now look where he's at. So yeah, legitimately didn't play at all until the. Second, third to last legitimately game. Legitimately thought he left school of the 2021 <laughs> season, and then he's now he's the guy that's going to carry this offense this year. It sounds like. Um, 
McGavick, back to his report. He said, with so many post-spring newcomers on the offensive line, I made it a point to try to watch as many of them as I could. The one that impressed me the most was Lance Robinson. He might be just under 300 pounds, but he demonstrated exceptional footwork and agility in drills. Eric Miller looked solid in the 11-on-11 period, but seemed to struggle at times during the drills. Luke Burgess, the true freshman, is continuing to make progress and could be a candidate to crack the main rotation when the season starts. I think, I mean, that tracks with what I heard during spring practice as far as the freshmen are concerned. Madden Sanker was the guy who got all of the – he had more recruiting hype. You know, he was the, His name's Madden. He, he's also the highest-ranked offensive lineman to ever sign with Louisville coming out of high school. But from what I had heard, Luke Burgess is the, the, the true freshman who has a much better opportunity – to see early playing time this season, he seems to be a little bit ahead. He's also—I mean—he's just—he's got more size, which makes it easier to play offensive line at a, at a young age than a guy like Madden. I think Madden will be fine long term, but I think if you're looking for—if you were hoping that Madden Sanker could start right away—I think Burgess probably is the, the freshman that's going to get more reps. Sanker may be more of a redshirt candidate. Oh, he's six seven, two eighty five. It's huge. He's a monster. Big yeah. old boy. Well, is he so he'll play tackle across from uh, from from what's his name from UK in in Florida? Good Goodwin or whatever. Got Goodwin. Yeah, maybe next year. Would Goodwin be eligible if he came here? Well, he'd have to get the waiver, and if Which, it, that's if not it, hard to do now, right? If it really and truly is a case where he's moving home because his I think the the buzz is his mother is sick. Okay. If that's really and truly the case, then you would think he'd be able to get that waiver. But look, what about? Uh, was there anything on uh, the the one I'm kind of the, the player I'm excited about Johnson the tight end the freshman? There is okay. It picked me up. Um, Jamari Johnson or no, I didn't mean to take you out of order. Sorry if you were like no, doing you, something you're else. Good. Okay, because tight end I think is a position that there's a lot of interest for, especially with Brahms' history of putting him in the NFL lately. And I took Dwayne. Have... I took Dwayne, uh, whatever his name is from Purdue, Purdue in the la- last night in my dynasty draft. Yeah, interest because Jeff loves to use the tight ends and he's Ain't done it, it successfully over the years. But also interest because it's the one position where I think we went out, and we tried to get some some help, and we never really got any. And we we, you know, we lost a lot from last year, but. McGavick said, uh, tight end Jamari Johnson really started to come on towards the end of practice, made a couple of really good catches in traffic. Josh Lifson, who's a favorite of the show, is still likely going to be your day one starting tight end and looks solid himself on the first day of fall camp. But don't be surprised if he winds, if Johnson winds up being the starter by the end of the season. I can see that being. I'm I'm expecting that to be the the case. Sort of like a a Will Stein, Teddy Bridgewater deal where it's, you know, you don't want to hand the reins to the new guy right off the bat. But he clearly, he's got some work to do, but he clearly has a lot more talent. So we'll go with the proven, the trusted veteran, the former walk-on from KCD, and he'll uh, you know, he'll get the ball rolling. Johnson will get some playing time, and then as the season goes on and he learns more about what he needs to do to be a big-time, all-ACC type tight end, he'll be the guy who gets the, the majority of the reps as the season comes. By the time we, we go into winning the Kentucky game, J- Johnson will be our number one starter, a tight end, and an impact player, I think. Three tight ends, uh, three touchdowns against UK. That's what we're saying. All right. That's, that's what we're saying. Uh, Matt also said – Well, Ivan Green, given, given the three, holding up the three after the – Holding the, up the three. I got, I, got, I got water bottles on me for that one. Well, I was thinking more about – more recently, it's Will Levis counting all of his touchdowns. But those <laughs> days are done. That was the Satterfield era. We've moved on. Uh, during the 11-11 period, McGavick said his biggest takeaway was the offensive line looks much better in pass protection than it did in the spring. You Good. can tell that this area was a massive weak spot at times back in April, and with the new additions, they regularly gave Plummer and the rest of the quarterbacks plenty of time to find their targets, which is relieving because how many years have we had teams where we thought, look, we've – we check the box here, here, and here, and the offensive line, it's, it's going to be fine. 
and then the offensive line's not fine, and it tanks the entire season. Even when we had Lamar Jackson back there, if you don't have a capable offensive line, the offense just cannot do anything. So to hear that they've looked much, much better early on here in fall camp than they did back in the spring is comforting. For sure. Yeah, you want Lamar and Malik in those type of running, running backs, running quarterbacks to run because they want to, not because they have to. Yeah. More often than not, they had to. Yeah. Um, going back to, uh, to, to my guy, John Powell at, at Card Chronicle. The running backs. Jawar Jordan, very clearly running back one, RB1, was looking light, very fast, floating, stinging, all that other butterfly and bee stuff. <laughs> Had good leadership with the rest of the group. Clearly is the leader of that unit. He was the only one who really broke any gigantic plays. Maurice Turner, as you might guess, also got significant run. But the other guy to keep an eye on this year, I mean, look, we, we've, we've gone into past seasons thinking that we had you know, one or two guys that were going to carry the load for the running backs, and then it's been you know, the third and fourth string guys at the beginning of the year who have carried it at the end of the season, i.e. Jawar Jordan and Maurice Turner last year. Isaac Garendo, the Wisconsin transfer. I think you need to remember that we've got him. He's going to be our he's going to be our kind of our power back, right? He's much, much Turner, bigger. Yeah, Turner and Jordan are your speed they're, guys. They're speed guys. He's Garendo is big. He That's had odd. You know, he had five touchdowns last year for Wisconsin. I think you can see him being like like he he could be the the touchdown stealer this year if you know Jordan and Maurice Turner do all the the big work to get you down around the goal line and it's third and one. You need to punch it in after trying a couple of times. You bring Isaac in. I can see him being that kind of guy. But he also, I mean, he's got a little bit more speed than than maybe it looks like he should based on his size. I think he's going to play a fairly large role this season, especially once we get deeper into the year. Okay. I'm excited for Isaac Garendo, right? Isaac Garendo. Garendo. Uh, Matt said th- there weren't a ton of defensive standouts uh, on day one, but the main one right. that comes Does that to worry mind, you? Well, I mean, it's the early drills are typically it's advantage offense, right? Because you're not yeah, doing full hitting until you get to the 11 on 11 stuff. Uh, but he said the main defensive player who stood out was TJ Quinn, middle line. Okay. He made the most plays during the 11 on 11 period, delivered a couple of good licks over the middle. So that's, you know, linebacker. We're going to find out who can play pretty early on because it's. Well, he talked good about Jarvis Brownlee, too, though. That yeah, was a Jarvis defense. Brownlee. He mentioned that he kind of got lost in defense a, a little bit, but. You mentioned that he he looked really good in his reps. He was the apparently the best cornerback. I also saw that's one, new from FSU, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I also saw one of the David Hale tweets recently. He's he had this to say because I you know, our guy Keith Wynn is always talking about Quincy Riley. Loves Quincy Riley. Thinks he does not give him enough credit for what he's uh, he's accomplished so far here at Louisville. And Hale pointed this out. He did the the, the blind eye test. Said cornerback A had a thirteen point nine percent target rate. Allowed a 36.4 completion rate, four yards per target, no touchdowns, three catches of 20 yards or more, had one interception last season. Cornerback B, 13.4% target rate, right, almost exactly the same, 32.3% completion rate, four percentage points higher than the other guy, 4.2 yards per target, just 0.2 yards more, no touchdowns allowed as well, one catch of 20 yards or more, that's two fewer than the cornerback A, and three interceptions, two more than cornerback A. Cornerback A is Kool-Aid McKinstry, widely considered to be the best cornerback in all of uh, FBS. Cornerback B, Quincy Riley. I'm not familiar with the Kool-Aid guy. <laughs> is that what you're going to call him? What, what did you say his name was? Kool-Aid McKinstry. Hey, Kool-Aid. Yeah. The Kool-Aid guy. I, and you, I feel like you're just calling him the Kool-Aid man. He plays for Alabama. 
I'm not trying to blank on him. I don't know why. He's very good. I imagine he is. He's at playing Alabama. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's no scrub. But his stats are very similar. Very similar to Quincy Riley, who we found out today is not even preseason All ACC. Only one player is preseason All ACC from Louisville. Storm Duck. Not Storm Duck. I just wanted to say Storm Duck. Don't worry, Duck. Storm Duck was second team all ACC last year and then couldn't make any like first, second, or third team this Pre-season. year because he transferred to Louisville. Uh, who is the only Louisville player who you think made all ACC? On is it offense or defense? Offense. Uh it wouldn't be a skill position player, would it? It's not. Yeah, I was thinking um uh Hudson. Brian Hudson is correct. Yeah, I was like, he's got to be offensive line. I'm trying to remember who would be on the offensive yeah. line, but that's yeah, the center. He's the, I think it's sixth-year center, right? Yeah, from Virginia Tech originally. Yeah. He's the only like global player Hudson. who made all ACC, which, I mean, I, I guess not insanely unexpected. but No, he's a good center. I think he was honorable mention at least. No, 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 I, I meant not the fact that he was all ACC. I meant the fact that he was the only one who was all ACC. Well, you, you can't really expect a lot of ACC uh, all ACC players on a team that everybody else picks to go eighth. Yeah. I mean, if you're, they're picking you to go eighth, they they can't exactly pick five of your players to be all ACC. Of course, I think kind Miami defeats the purpose. Miami had the most all conference players. They they always do. <laughs> I mean, and they like in the I think the Phil Steele, the the first and second teams, they had more Miami players than Florida State and Clemson players combined, which seems ridiculous, but uh, it's, it's the way it goes. But that I was. Just, I mean, <laughs> it's just. Yeah. And I just can't. I just hope I'm right about Florida. I just feel like Florida State's going to kind of fall, not flat, but this is. They they are not going to nearly be the expectations that people suddenly think they are because of that ten win season last year. I hope you're right too. I just don't see it. Uh, the other name that I mentioned in passing from the Cardinal uh, Cardinal Strong write up, but the Matt McGavick says Jaden Thompson stood out to him as a wide receiver as well. He missed all spring practice due to injury. He looked incredibly quick yesterday. Hauled in a couple of made the catch of the day as mentioned and burned Marquise Gross Killebrew the the transfer from Texas A and M pretty badly. A couple of times, so just another name to throw out on the radar. I'm excited about the Who wide was the receivers. name? I didn't. Jaden Thompson. Jaden Thompson. Okay. I'm excited because you know, we have so many newcomers. We have so many guys that were that have come back in the program that we feel like could take the next step with more reps this season. And then we brought in what, like five transfers, including Thompson. He's from Cincinnati. Um, oh, okay. That's okay. Let's think where we got him from. Yeah, we, yeah I remember that now. Yeah, we got Coleman. We got Thrash. We got a couple of other guys. Like it's just going to be fun. I feel like you have depth that position. That we have not had in recent years, which is a good thing because I don't know if you've heard this. Jeff Brown likes to throw the football. I that I I thought that was just like a rumor. Not a rumor. Real life. That's that's true. The man loves to throw it. All right. I'm trying to pull up the the all ACC teams, but again, the internet, the internet does not work here. So we will uh, we'll wait. It'll it'll be up by the time we get back from the break. That's fine. I guess it's just about that time. We haven't done it for a while. Maybe we know what happened to Tyler Harrell. <laughs> Yeah, where where is Tyler Harrell? <laughs> like I feel like like we should this would be like a running gag on the show. Like has anyone seen Tyler Harrell? Did he go back to Bama? Um, you've working internet in there, you can find out. Oh, where'd he go? I feel like he went somewhere. Uh, as of May twelfth, I'll, I'll give you three guesses. Where do you think he went? Oh, he's in Miami. That's right. Ah, damn it. That's right. He's, he's in Miami. <laughs> I, I remember when we started talking about it. I was like, he went somewhere. What well, appropriate his Twitter handle is Easy Money Tie. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's just, the guy's bounced around the conference for 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 paychecks. He's he's fast for sure. I mean, did he wasn't out? He wasn't a commitment to Miami. Then didn't decommitted. Came to us. That was the other. That was somebody else, right? Yeah, I don't think so. That was a kid that we never ended up getting. 
I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, the fast, he was a speedster, and he was he, we never he never played here. I forget, and I can't remember his name. It was just like last year before last. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll hit up the Thornton Sex line, 502-414-1450. Uh, hear what you had to say for practice yesterday or about whatever. Uh, it's Wednesday. We get weird. We love weird Wednesdays here on the Mike Rutherford Show. Keep it locked right here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. <laughs> Pretty on the nose. I did not pay any attention to the songs the first hour. No, you, you only pay attention when Sixth Avenue Heartache comes on. Yeah, right. hey, Jacob Dillon, you're the man. I like Jacob Dillon. I like the Walk Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a CD a couple years ago was very good. Did you see him in concert? I've never seen him in concert. Oh, well, you're not a big concert guy anyway, right? Not a big concert yeah. guy. I just, I'm assuming they still perform. I'm sure they do. They had a really good song. They just had that one album, though, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, I know they've done al- a new album like two years ago. That's what I just said. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, uh, it was like anybody like really popular. It was like, that one, that one album, that one year. It was, yeah, I mean, the, that, that that, top uh, forty. Yeah, but their recent album, I thought, was actually really good. They were on a was it? Yeah, they had one song that kind of got a little bit of radio play, but yeah, I, I like the Wallflowers. What radio channel did they play on? Like, I meant like any radio station. Oh, <laughs> <Some> <laughs> top forty. Was it, was it on the Bayside Channel? <laughs> KKTY, Bayside. The Big Bopper. Uh, Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. We yapped on about nothing in the first hour. So now it's your chance to yap on about <laughs> something. Uh, hit us up there. Questions, comments, topics, whatever you got. We're going to take all text today. Texture says, it's mother bleeping weird Wednesday on the Mike Rutherford Show. Time to talk about screwing dead bodies. No, it's not. Wait, 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 I, it's I all caps text, by the way. Did I bring that up? I don't think so. Did did we did necrophilia come up at some point? I feel like you kind of did make a passing reference to it earlier. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to remember that damn wide receiver that we got from Miami. <laughs> Todd <Scott> D. Higgins. <laughs> no, it was somebody else. It was a speed guy. He had a funny, he had a name that that stung out to me. And he was remember he's going to be this big recruit stung we're going to get, huh? Stung out to you. Stung out to me, and he's going to be a big recruit. We stole him from Miami. He's a top fifty kid. And he's ne- he never played. He never he got in trouble up here. And never, we never even saw him. I mean, you keep just like saying this. You, you either need to figure it out or we need to move on because I don't know. Oh, I can't. Talking. I can't. I mean, like, I don't know how else to Google. I'm looking through like our recruitment names. Okay. I guess technically okay. he's never played here. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't even I'm know. I'm throwing it out there so the recruit the, the textures will help Nobody's me. Nobody's helped you out so far. Texture no. says has uh, Mrs. Moss sent the St. Margaret Mary letter to Virginia for a performing arts program. She, you know, uh, Angie Moth, Sean's wife. She does she does all the, the musical stuff at St. Margaret Mary, and she's awesome. She did per, uh, specifically invite us to that performance of Frozen. Yeah, like which you were, were big on, yeah. Yeah, and then Angie picked Virginia up and got her to, took her to see Anna and Elsa, and it was uh, it was awesome. So yeah, I think she's she's got her eyes on Virginia as a prized recruit. 
She's a early four-star prospect coming out of preschool. <laughs> Dexter says, if you wanted your kid to go Harvard, what elementary school would you send her to and what high school would you send her to? I, I mean, you can go to Harvard from wherever. No, don't you have to go like to like a prep school to go to Harvard? No, not necessarily. I mean, the best – I mean, I feel like for high school, the school that produces the most, you know, national merit finalists and, and sends the, the, the most amount of kids to – Ivy League schools or whatever is manual. Manual seems to do the best there. So if you're going to, yeah, manual seems like that would be the answer. As far as grade school, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if like, if money's no cost, if you would say like, is collegiate the best, I guess? Or Sacred Heart Academy? Is it not clear? What's the Walden's most expensive, isn't it? Is Walden more expensive? I think so. I think it's the highest price. I think it's right there above uh, KCD. Okay. I think it's like it's like Walden, Casey, and then it's down. It may have changed over the last few years, but which is amazing because Walden's like the smallest of all of them too. Yeah, my seventh grade basketball coach took over as the high school coach at Walden and tried to get me to transfer there to play. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to Walden to play basketball. Uh, but Manuel is my answer. Texas, this is Trevor talking about Michael E. Harris. Is Trevor talking? No. About, is Trevor talking about Willie Williams? No, I'm. I can't, it was just like our first show on the radio. There was a receiver. Are you talking about the kid from Florida State, Devon Mortimer? Yeah, that's it. That's Florida not, he's State not from Miami. Yeah, that was not. Miami. Well, it was Florida. That was close. Yeah. Mortimer. Yeah, because I was thinking. Yeah, because trading places. Arrested. Yeah, he got arrested. That was that yeah. was Florida State. Never showed up here though, right? Uh, no, he was arrested and never never made it to campus. Yeah. See, more, I knew there was a name that stuck out to me, Mortimer. That was. Why. Texas says, Mike, I feel better, thank you. <laughs> Mike, who or what do you recommend for a full-depth review and analysis of the football team with so many new faces this year? It's been hard to keep up with who's who. Uh, Card Chronicle and, and Little Report, Matt McGavick. I mean, did you really expect any other answer from that question? <laughs> the Cardinal Authority, Joey does a great job. He does, yeah. yeah. Texas, any updates from basketball practice? Not any more than what we've given you before. Do you want updates from basketball, though, or would you rather have just, just focus on football anyway? I would rather focus on football. Well, I want, I want both, but. I mean, I don't know. I kind of don't want to, like, take the bad taste of football out of my mouth. The good, the, the, put the bad taste of basketball in my mouth where it's good for football right now. I have not heard anything new from basketball outside of what we'd heard in the, the first few weeks of summer, which, you know, Sky Clark dominating the other guards, which take that for, for what you will. Trenton Flowers, very good. Trey White, best finisher at the rim. Dennis Evans, ways to go offensively, looking good defensively, uh, has been banged up a little bit, didn't participate early on in workouts. Danil Yovanovich also did not participate early on in workouts because of an injury. Um, Brandon Huntley-Hatfield, when motivated, has skills. I mean, it's all like what we knew about this team, I feel like, pretty much. Uh, Karan Davis is running a little bit at the point. That's news. Um, Maybe not comforting news. I don't know. (laughs) Well, he is the chosen one. Yeah. Curtis Williams, good shooter. Not overly quick laterally. I forgot about Curtis Williams. I think Curtis is going to play a little bit this year. Texas, who do I need to email to have TK read more ads? I'll start a damn petition if I need to. <laughs> I used to be, <laughs> for those that did that weren't on the, that are just new to the, the X family, uh, I, used to, I used to be on like 10 different ads. I think we need to bring those days back. Uh, it was it was basically like me and Douglas and like handsome Jimmy like on all that because we were we voiced everything. Now we've been able to, to spread it out more. I think I'm. I guess I got Trey Ryan all over the ads. Trey <laughs> Ryan here for Cluckers. I think I'm doing. I, I think I'm on like maybe two ads right now. Which ones are you on? Uh, Mitch Craig heating and cooling, I believe, still, which has been a while. 
I cut that one like five years ago, I feel like. And then uh, I think there's another one I'm on, but I might be. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just on those two, that one only. I think that's what played during the break is what somebody's referring to. Uh, I, I guess when you reset the internet, it knocked off the stream. It did, people. yeah. So if you're if you're yeah, mad at the internet either, so uh, yeah, best so, of both worlds. So if you're don't get mad at me, it was you know he's the one that needed his internet over there. So that's well, I what, didn't get it. You still didn't get it? No, it's not working. Any, it's not working at all. We need Scoots. Scoots knows how to fix everything around. I, 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 just keeping this place afloat for many years before Scoots got here. I mean, <laughs> if a listener was like, "Hey, it's a little bit grainy." When I'm out in Shelbyville, Scoots was like, bam, I'm on it. And it was fixed in five seconds. Scoots just fixed everything. He's like the handyman boyfriend that I've moved on to where it's like, <laughs> I, I didn't realize how little my ex did until I got Scoots in the house. And he's just fixing everything. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Texture says. Scoots, Scoots, Scoots didn't fix everything. He fixed everything. Mr. Furley over here. Handyman. It's ba- I'm basically like when Scoots does the show, I'm living with Al Borland. Why do I feel like I'm, he's Al Borland? I feel like I'm Tim Tim Dore here. <laughs> you're not even Tim. I'm not even Tim. You're not even Tim. You're one of the kids. Well, I'm, which, I'm, I'm, I'm not the oldest one, you're right? Chill. No, I'm not the youngest kid that went golf, right? He was at Mark. Mark, yeah. What ended up going like. One of the worst TV characters of all time. <laughs> even before he went golf, he was annoying. He was. Oh, the middle-aged one was kind of annoying. Too. I, actually, all the kids—I didn't no, like all any. All the kids of, were annoying. Yeah, let, let's just yeah, let's just point blank. Yeah, his kids were annoying. I'm glad JTT. We left him in the nineties. <laughs> I'm glad he just didn't come out of the nineties. Well, he did. He did the bad Chevy Chase movie. <laughs> I remember something like Father of the Year, or something like that. It was called something Man of the Man of the House, something along those lines. And that's like the only thing I remember him doing. Really, we get KFC text. KFC text. I know it's mostly jokes, but is it really that difficult to say, oh, no? <laughs> What's the name of the new Croatian player that they got? Zvonavir. The Croatian sensation? Yeah, just sound it out, folks. It's sounded out. There's a Z at the start of his name. I've got no idea how to pronounce his name. Oh, they did it. When I did the show on Monday, T- TJ and Nick were, were pronouncing it properly. Well, they, this texture's calling them out, apparently. For oh, maybe they weren't saying it right. I just... I guess calling out other people for not being able to pronounce it. I just assumed, yeah, they were saying it right. I mean, now... I didn't enjoy how they like they like put him on like a pedestal of being the next Dirk in a whiskey. When oh, this guy's better than Armando Baycott and Hunter Dickinson combined. Uh, like, like somebody was like, I think somebody said that they, 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 the best way to compare him was another Christoph Porzingis. I'm like, yeah, he's seven two, two hundred pounds, and white European, but that might be about where you draw the line. He's basically Porzingis <laughs> and Chet Holmgren together. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the best attributes of those guys, with a little bit of Wendy. Wemby tossed in there. No, I, I could you, you could you could burst the UK bubble by pointing out his stats, but that's kind of misleading. The the thing if you really want to like burst the UK bubbles of uh, UK fans bubble right now with this Croatian sensation as we're gonna call him is what KRC was calling him for the most part that day. And point of the fact that he was projected as a late second round pick and didn't get and pulled out the last minute because he felt he wasn't gonna get drafted. I just That's thought, not the European look, under the radar kid you're looking for. This is not a UK criticism per se because we all do this certainly U of L fans do the same thing too but suddenly in the last five days Kentucky fans have all become experts about the Adriatic League where the, this guy the, is that like the, the is that where they, like you do the flowers and stuff what like an atrium no just 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 try <laughs> just just stop it's it, the the Adriatic League is where this kid played okay from Croatia and he put up solid numbers and now like every UK fan is like he played against 
30-year-old men. Like, look at the starting roster. As if anybody watched the Adriatic League or knew what the Adriatic League was before, I on it. before Monday. I, I was, <laughs> I'm just like, please. I, and we did the same thing, Manuel Okorafor and you know, whoever the other kid was that we were potentially going to get. Like, you, know, you, you look at highlights, you try to determine how good he is. The, the truth of the matter is nobody knows. Um, that was the thing that, 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 was bought, was, that was came up on Monday as well, was his possible, can he get cleared? Enos Cantor's name was brought up as, as wor- for reason for worrying why you would never even get the chance to see him at UK. And Everybody's cleared now. I was going to say, I mean, we, we pulled, I was gonna say, we pulled a, a core four in the middle of the season out of like, out of Africa and just got him cleared. Like there was <laughs> I mean, Kevin Knox announced yesterday. Carter Knox announced yesterday. He's going to play for overtime elite. And he's, oh, did he? I didn't see he's, that. He's still eligible for college. <laughs> you get six players are overtime elite guys this year who are either committed to other schools or who are have retained their college eligibility. Like you can't it's impossible to be ineligible anymore. Impossible. I think the Z is silent on his first name, by the way. I assume it is. I just don't know how to pronounce his Von name. Von Von Mir Ish I mean I'm not Visick. I'm not B- expecting B- you to know. Von Mir Visick. I'm I, I'm assuming the Z and the I are both silent. I think that's right. I saw that poor, um, you know, the Fielder 68, which loves to antagonize UK fans. Yeah, they've been doing their <laughs> they, off-season. They do, really. They've been doing their off-season coaching grades, and they their latest video was on Kentucky. I guess this was a couple days ago, and you know, the, they did give them him Calipari high marks for getting Reeves back, getting Trey Mitchell, and then getting this kid from Croatia at the last second. But Doster, I think, said something along the lines of, you know, you guys at one point were you, you thought you were going to get Hunter Dickinson. Then you're begging to get your national player of the year back, and he says thanks, but no thanks. And so you settle for the seven-two Croatian that nobody had heard of before the last week, and you're acting like you know you've won a national title. And I think he gave Calipari like a D minus for his offseason grade. Goodman gave him like a C plus or something. And I saw this morning, Dodge like, well, a UK fan signed me up for a hundred different newsletters and all this stuff, and I'm like, welcome to the club. This is how it goes. This is what happens. But I mean. Kentucky fans, you get, you gotta know you're playing right into their hands. Like this is what they want. This is exactly what they want you to do. Do you think they'd learn that by now? Yeah, it's it's a views bonanza if you take shots at UK. I've always said if I wanted to, if if somebody came to me for whatever reason and was like, hey, you need a million views on Card Chronicle in a day, or we're gonna kill you. I would just write 17 headlines that just said F word Kentucky. Because every UK fan in America is clicking on, on that, a bunch of Louisville fans are clicking on that, and you don't even you don't even do anything else. Well, I think you, don't you gotta like do, you gotta word it to where you have to click on like find out what Calipari's cheating on now. Well, yeah, it'd just be all about Kentucky. Oh yeah, yeah, you get you get tons of clicks, and it would be like denied by everybody. And then I just write another one like, here's what I'm hearing now, and people would still. It's case in point, the one dude from West Virginia who's been wrong about every conference realignment rumor for 12 years going now. And still, whenever he says anything, people are like, oh, Louisville to the Big 12, here we go. I'm like, this dude's been wrong about everything. And it just, he still comes out with new reports, and everybody just falls for it. That's what I would do. It'd be a day of UK rumors. And even though they would get shot down by every legitimate source in the world, it'd still be, I'd have a million clicks in one day. It'd be, be great. And then I'd live. Not kill me that easy. Well, you may live because of that. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Well, yeah, then I'd be killed. Yeah, you'd be shot by somebody in Big Blue Nation or something. Texture says, now on the message boards, Mike Rutherford said that Isaac is the next Bush with great size and speed. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm excited for Isaac Arendo. I'm not comparing him to Michael Bush. Texas, are you guys seeing these incredibly douchey comments from the Florida State president? My God, just leave. Yeah, it's... It's Florida State. I mean... 
there, I mean, it, it's just, it's all also all talk. If you could have left by now, it, it's like the guy at the bar or the football game who's like, I'm going to knock your ass out. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, you don't want to, it's like either do it or shut up, right? At some point, it's like take a swing or sit the bleep down. Like that's kind of how you feel about FSU at this point. They're, they're just, you know, we're going to be fine. We're one of the best media value teams in the United States. We're trying to help carry the ACC. No offense to my colleagues. That's just the numbers, which I think is an exact quote from uh, Rick McCullough, the FSU president today. It's like, f- just leave. Just go. If you can, do it. If you can't, shut up. They're doing the same thing to the ACC. They kind of do the Metro. Like, we're just too good to be here. Now we're going to leave. And we go to the ACC, which at the time was... Barely a step above the metro. If you think. won an ACC title in ten years, yeah, and but that's and that's what they do. Like and they and they, they dominated ACC for a long time. And like we, it's because we're 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 FSU and now. Competition has risen to their level, and now they want out again. You think you're going to win a, a title in the SEC or well, the Big no, Ten man. at this point? It's not happening. You should be happy with where you are. Uh, FSU President Richard McCullough also said this within the last half hour, according to Brent McMurphy. We are not not satisfied with our current situation. We love the ACC. Our goal is to stay in the ACC, but to stay in the ACC under the current situation is hard for us to figure out how we remain competitive unless there is a major change in revenue distribution within the ACC. Come up with something. Then. I, I'm, I just got distracted for a second. By what? Apparently the feds have raided Vince McMahon's house. Oh! Vince McMahon, executive chairman of WB, appears to be facing significant legal troubles with the federal government. A second quarter financial earnings report released by WB. Revealed the federal law enforcement agents secured a search warrant for Vincent Mann's home, along with federal grand jury subpoena for last month. Ooh, Ooh that's not. He thought he thought the giving money to the women for silence was maybe a bad. This is going to get it worse now. Jeez, Vince. Oh, Vince, Vince, what are you doing, buddy? You're making the steroid era look like 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 a lightweight. Why couldn't he, he could have just retired and been happy? He, he doesn't want to retire. He doesn't want to give up. He's even when he stepped aside for the whole you know silence thing with the with the former employees. I mean, he uh, he still didn't like he he stepped down, but he didn't like he just put Stephanie there. Which find was, a hobby, man. Was pretty much his proxy vote, and now he's come back. He's he's still running everything. He's never stepped away fully. This, you know, the, the more that you have stories like this, the more that you realize like money does not cure boredom. Like, you know, these people have all the money in the world. He kind of does, but. (laughs) You've got Elon Musk out there, like, changing it to X, just changing everything, just because he can. Yeah, you're you're not, you're probably not wrong. It is, it is just idle hands are the devil's playthings. Get really into video games or something. I I, I don't know. I mean, just travel. Go do something else. I mean, yeah, you have like $6 billion. Just go buy an island and do what you want with it. Create create a a gigantic theme park on an island just for yourself, (laughs) Eric Cartman style. (laughs) Keep everybody else out. Do whatever you want to. Like, just, you know, avoid legal trouble while you can. I don't know what will come from this. It doesn't seem like it's anything too big. Says a statement was filed with the SEC on Wednesday regarding it, but. It sounds like he's going to maybe get some, like, Martha Stewart punishment or something, but I don't think he's even going to get that far. He's like, what is he, 80, 78, 80 years old almost? He's got to be up there at this point. I mean, he's close to 80, I think, yeah. I thought he was like 75-ish. I mean, he's still probably kick both of our butts. Oh, yeah, well, that's not really saying. Yeah, I mean, have you seen him? He's still, like, still buff as can be. 77. Yeah. Yeah, not, not buff as can be is maybe stretching. Say what? Buff as can be is kind of stretching it. He's bigger than us, for sure. Oh, yeah, well, he was, I mean, you, you remember seeing him back in the days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Texas, hey, Brewers, suck it. 
Courtesy of the Nasty Nats. The Nats, uh, the Nats walk-off call was kind of sexy, too. It was, it was... The, they lost the Nationals? Yeah, Nationals walked it off. It's not good. Nationals, uh, Nationals are pretty bad. The Nationals are the... I mean, they, they're, they're the official tapped out. They, they're, they, who's, who's quit more, them or Oakland? Oh, Oakland, yeah, well, it's got to be Oakland. Because yeah. at least the Nationals are trading guys for prospects. Oakland's just, like, letting people go. He's ready to go to Vegas. I mean, Texas, I mean, Texas <laughs> says uh, the kid, I'm pretty sure Trevor's talking about the kid who was committed to FSU and flipped to Louisville last year, Devon Moore. Yeah. See, and you thought the text line wasn't going to help you're me. Right. Yeah, you're, nah, you're they right. They got my back. They got your back. Texas says necrophilia is always a topic to Jean Dijon for Trevor. Nice, nice throwback. Well, first of all, I don't ever com- use the, uh, mustard involving my name. I hate mustard. That's the joke is you don't get Dijon. Every time we say Dijon, you think it's Dijon. I don't get it. I know. This texture's making fun of you. <laughs> I don't get the hell. Are they? Yes. Oh, well. Joke's on you, Texer. I don't get it. When I say Dijon. <laughs> the mustard. No, Dijon is the mustard. Yeah, yeah. And every time I say Dijon, you're like, oh, the mustard. Then what's Dijon? Dijon means of the day. Like the topic. Oh, I thought it was like mayo or Soup something. Soup Dijon is topic of the day. So that this person says necrophilia is always the topic, Dijon, <laughs> for Trevor. Okay. It's, just, it's a smart text. Still don't, still don't see the difference in what you're saying. <laughs> I need, uh, I think we need, we need to give away some shirts today. I, I mean, Ooh, can we? Text today and may get a shirt. That, that person, I mean, I'll tell you what, that person's getting a shirt. What about the guy who helped me with my? Oh no, you did. You did beat him to it though with the name help. That's fine. Yeah, we have shirts to give away. We're gonna give away some shirts today. That text is getting a shirt. Next text that's best in the next hour and a half is also getting a shirt. There you go. It's out there. Texas. Oh, Brett Murphy's going nuts with the Florida State tweets. <laughs> he loves it. He does. Texture says the story you told at the beginning of the show about parents fighting over the honor roll reminded me of my eighth grade year, where two parents got into a physical fight over whose kid got to sign the sing the solo at graduation. Jesus Christ, that should not happen. In like elementary school? Eighth grade is what he said. Uh, no, that's Muzz Middle School. Okay, uh, it's like when we did our songs in, element, uh, in elementary school, Zachary Taylor, like the whole class, like did the song. It wasn't just like I will remember <laughs> you. We didn't do that. No. Da, da, da. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them see the way. I want to see young Trevor like in a graduation robe in fifth grade, like swaying and just singing. <laughs> Show them all the t- t- something they belong inside. Teach them to yeah. I remember yeah. when my first grade slideshow was to that song. I, remember, I do remember that. We had the video. Show them the special way to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. I remember long ago, never to walk in anyone's shadows. If I fail, if I succeed, there's <laughs> some dignity out It's been a long time. At least I keep my dignity. Something like that, yeah. Because the greatest. It's funny, James Thrash also played for Mike's Lions as well as Trevor's Eagles. Did he? Kindred Spirits joined long ago. We picked him up from the Redskins, I remember. Uh, or did we trade him to Washington afterwards? I don't know. We, we got him. I don't, we, we, I don't remember what we traded. I know we ended up trading him for a draft pick that we took with Trent Cole, which, so it worked out well for me because I love Trent Cole. Texas, Mike, did you say that you're putting Trevor down earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but I've thought about it. Well, I mean that's also that's also ins- that's also slang for insulting me, right? He's just too nice of a companion. You just put me down. <laughs> he's got a, he's got like a few more good months in him. I think. <laughs> I think the quote was sending him down. <laughs> that's that better. Texas, speaking of bumper stickers, my dad took the old ear ecstasy stick 
Cut each letter out and made it spell <laughs> eat your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have bumper stickers on your car? I had one. Uh, well, uh, two, two cars had bumper stickers that I didn't put there. Like, uh, I used to drive the Buick that had the uh, True Blue and O2 Kentucky football <laughs> bumper sticker on the back, which people gave me crap for on a regular basis. Deservedly so. Yeah, well, I know, I know, but it was a free car. I couldn't help it. And then, you know. Did you and, get it off? No, I never took it off. Like, I, I, I've never taken a bumper. And the other one was my, one of my first car. My second car I ever owned was a Ford Tempo. And I bought it. I mean, this is like the, the typical stereotype from the woman, the old woman who drove it to school, to church, the store, and that's it. Like, you, you've, you've heard that story, like, when you buy a car, like, oh, I bought it from this old woman. She only used it to drive it to church in the market, and that was it. That was her. And it had a, um, like, a something like Jesus is our friend bumper sticker or something. Which, <laughs> and this was when I was, like, 16. So, like, <laughs> like my friends were, like, you know, always just be like, they'd, like, know if they saw me, like, oh, look, it must be Trevor. He's got the, the Jesus bumper sticker on it. Like the, the last person you would think would have that, yeah. It kind of works on like an ironic level. I mean, oh, oh, I did I the true blue one. I take that back. I did add one bumper sticker to that car. Um, a uh, Gary Demling for Senate. I guess <laughs> <laughs> you know Gary, right? Is he related to Jody? Yeah, it's yeah, okay. bro, yeah, cousin or bro, maybe they might be brothers. I don't know. He works at the cut the, the cut one of the golf courses, and he's coming to. Uh, he's a good, good, good guy. I love Gary. And he, uh, he he was I guess running for he was running for some kind of office. We were at the uh, the TV studio. And he was like, "Would you put this on your car?" And I was like, "Sure." So, I mean, I got a I got a UK bumper sticker. Clearly, I have no problems putting a bumper sticker on my car. And so I put it on there, and it, it was on there too. It was like big yellow one. I don't know how I feel about you driving around with a UK bumper sticker in the early two thousands. No, no, one early. No, I had this. I, I got this car like two thousand ten. Oh god, it's even worse. It was, it was like true blue in 02, I think is what it says. It's Calipari. That's like the, the height of the feud. You should have put some tape over that or something. It was, uh, was Aunt Ollie's. I can't help. Aunt Ollie was a good woman to me. So she Ew. her and my mother, grandmother used to have the season tickets on the fifty yard line at UK football every year, so Scoot sex it in. <laughs> Why can't I find a good woman that appreciates me the way my brother does? <laughs> Come on, ladies. Hashtag I do it all. He's a catch, ladies. Too bad we can't give him a shirt. That's a great text. <laughs> Buy a single sister. I'd be sending him Scoot Sway. No questions asked. He's, he does it all, folks. Not your sister was. No, no, your sister, no. Your sister. She's not. No. Um, we'll take a break. I'm actually going to see her tonight. She's coming out to help the kids. My daughter, Virginia, is like, she loves Aunt Katie. And we told her last night that Mary was taking a work trip. She's, you know, she's kind of sad and stuff. And then we're like, she's like, well, who is anybody coming over? Like, Aunt Katie's coming over. She's like, I can't wait for tomorrow. She's like, let's go to sleep right now so Aunt Katie can come over. So she's excited to see Aunt Katie tonight. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll take it wasn't. Yeah, I know. We'll take a break. When we come back, more for you guys on the Thornton text line, more crazy quotes out of the Florida State Board of Trustees meeting. This president <laughs> is just sounding off. It's, it's quite funny. We'll get to all that stuff and more. Again, best T-shirt, best text gets a T-shirt for the next hour and a half. 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961 Big X. So long ago I don't remember when that's when they say I lost my only friend. Well, 
would say it's a good '90s pop song. I mean, you could play a lot of night. You could play this, like, like this, like uh, anything like Jim Blossoms, and I could see where you wouldn't maybe know the difference. Yeah. All kind of sounds the same. Eh, it's got all that '90s kind of. They had a little bit of a unique sound. Uh, yes, the raspy voice. The... I want to say maybe it would be like a '90s college band sound, maybe. I yeah, that, that, that sounds. Because I don't want to. It, it's not. It's not a grunge. It's not. It's not even really pop, really. To be honest, it's it's kind of a pop rock, maybe, but. I would think more of it's got the kind of the that's the that's what your college kit your that was like the the what REM was in the eighties you know and like or maybe even Dave Matthews was to a degree but they're more jam bands. I feel but. like the, the only way that I always say it. So my older brother Oliver went to Miami of Ohio and he was very much like a I don't want to label him this way but he was in a frat at Miami of Ohio. Okay. This is the type of music that he listened to. Like it's I could it's s- Oliver yes. music. Yes. Very much Toad the Wet Sprocket, very okay. Gin Blossoms. <laughs> all good music, but uh, yeah. Like, they all had, they all had, that was the sound of the of the early 90s, really. The sound really. of 1993, yeah. 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 it was. Well, this was a little bit later than that, but still. The 90s and mid-90s, we'll say. Yeah, I think this was like 96, 97, I want to say. But it was a, I enjoyed the, the, the Wallflowers. I still do. Shout out to Jacob Dylan. Uh, Texture says, this is, I think this is right. They called that type of music adult alternative. College kids' 90s music was like DMB. Yeah, I mean, Dave Matthews was a college band. They were also more of a jam band. That's no one's going to call the Wallflowers a jam band. No, no. I'll, I'll, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Anyways, welcome back in. We're taking text this hour five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. It's Weird Wednesday. We'll get weird. We may play a little bit more of uh, "Am I the A Hole" right, like we did yesterday. I mean, oh, good. I love those. I've got a couple more examples of that that I want to run by Trevor and see if he can embarrass himself again by siding with the A Hole. I didn't. Did I didn't? I only sided with one of the A Holes. Yesterday, you hesitated a little bit too much with the kid, with the the, the person with the seven year old kid. What the, didn't want to take his kid to the wedding? That, that wanted his kid to be in the wedding, and the wife was awful about it. No, I took the side of the the the, the, the dad. You did, but you hesitated. Oh, I'm sorry, it I hesitated. Little, it took a little too long for you to come. I'm on board. sorry, I hesitated. It took it, I, it took a little bit too long for you. <laughs> it's a bad movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Is it? <laughs> Why am I suddenly the husband or the wife? You hesitate to answer. <laughs> it's, it's a good point. It took a little too long for you to get on. How to look in this dress? Good. Why did you take so long? It wasn't like that. It wasn't about me. This was about you not hesitating with a nine-year-old who very clearly was a, was a bad woman. She, she was the a-hole. Uh, 502-414-1450, Thornton's text line. We'll take a few more texts here, though, in, in this segment. Texture says... If I had a dollar for every time Trevor says I was close, I would quit my job. <laughs> what did I say to in reference to today? I'm pr- pretty sure the Devon Mortimer thing. You said Miami. I was close. Say. You say I was close a lot. You you always are kind of in the vicinity. You're just never ever right. Well, I mean, you which know, is an issue. <laughs> I love the fact that you you you've begun to pick up on it too. Like you you know, yeah, I, I realized this from week two. Uh, you know you know how to answer it. I need you. I need I need your memory a little bit more. What's sad that like, I can I, always remember like parts of stuff. I just can't remember the exact name. What's yeah? It's also words too. You're, you're words. somewhat close. <laughs> just never fully there. And I forget like the most obvious stuff. Like I was sitting there, even even like the other night when I was watching Alpha Dog, and I was like going through like the um, the comparison of like the real people to the the characters, and I was trying to like make up okay, so this person, the rugs guy, is. I was like. Oh man, what's that instinct do? I, I brain fart on Justin Timberlake's name for like thirty seconds. 
Like the the curly haired kid. There's a reason they call it dope. Jordan. I mean, <laughs> Texas says I'm super pumped for Brom in the season, but does anyone else feel like Jeff isn't super confident in Plummer? That's the sense I get when I hear him talk. About no, it. I think that's just the way he talks. I think he is. I think he is is excited for him. I agree with the texture. You don't. You don't. I don't think that he's. I think he's got enough confidence in in Jack to think that he can lead us to a good season. I don't think he's super confident that Jack Plummer can have like a huge year where we could win 10 games and he could be mm. all ACC or anything like that. Well, I don't know about all ACC. but I'll he put can... it this way. I, I think that Jeff expects the quarterback play to be better pretty much every year after this year. I mean, he puts up the same numbers he did last year at Cal. We're, we theoretically are an 8-9 eight to nine, eight or nine win team. I mean, maybe. I mean, it depends on how the defense plays. It depends on how well, That's plays. true, but you would like to take I mean, – He put up those numbers at Cal and they were 4-8. and eight. Yeah, yeah, and their defense and was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. All those numbers were probably garbage time numbers for sure. They, they threw a lot because they were always losing. Yeah, Texas. I don't. I don't. I, don't th- I wouldn't read too much. Not to uh, just block your text, but okay. but if you're thinking like he just because you don't hear like uber excitement coming out of that, I mean, that's just kind of Jeff though. I mean, Jeff's kind of going to keep it. You know, he knows how to control his emotions. It's not his first rodeo as a head coach. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be out there like the Charlotte coach and acting like a fool, right? Texas, I saw that Keontae Goodwin was at practice. Uh, any info regarding him to the cards? No, nothing outside of that. Just the fact that he's – I mean, there's really two gigantic pieces of information. He's in the transfer portal. He's the first official member of the 23-24 transfer portal at the FBS level. And the word is that he's he wants to transfer somewhere closer to home because he's got a unhealthy family member. And, look, he's already played at UK. There's only one other – Major power conference program in the state that's quote unquote closer to home, that would be that would be us. What about IU? I mean, it's not in the state, but I guess no. But technically, he played high school in Indiana too, though. Yeah, I guess if you wanted to say IU or Ohio State or Purdue, something like that, then they would all fit the bill. But I think it's definitely speaks volumes that he was at practice yesterday. I think it does too. Texas Scoot might Scoots might handle the technology. Great. But I'd much prefer Trevor Kelsey on the text line and the commentary. <laughs> there you go. Saying Scoots isn't good at the uh, uh, at the text line rebuttals. Scoots was pretty good when you were gone. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. He's just not a U of L fan. For the record, I'm not gonna like say he, I'm not gonna say a bad thing about Scoots covering for me because I'm gonna need him to do it again at some point. Now. <laughs> so of course I'm gonna suck up to him on that side of things. He was great. He was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm gonna need him at some point down the road again. So I mean, hell, not stupid. <laughs> I still can't believe he played with Kenny Klein, and they shot three over par. Which part baffles you more? He played with Kenny, or they were that bad? Um, the, the fact that he was in the cart with Kenny is shocking. I mean, how did I? I can't. I, I know you said it wasn't alphabetical, but it's like the only way that could have happened. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, Kenny used to. This used to be his event. He controlled the pairings, but now it's all Rocco. I can see Rocco. You think Rocco's pissed at him? No, I can see Rocco just doing it. No, <laughs> He's like, whatever, I don't care. He's distracted watching like the Cleveland game or something. <laughs> he was out there yesterday. I saw Rocco. He was in good spirits. You could tell that he's happy to have Jeff back because he's not looking like he's all suicidal every time you see him, which was the case when Bobby was here. <laughs> it didn't help. He didn't look much different when the crack door was there either. Yeah. Texas Mike says it's impossible to be ineligible. Tyler Johnson says hello. <laughs> That's a very good point. Not official yet. We don't know what's going on there. <laughs> you never know. I mean, I guess 
and I said this song on Monday's Care See, it's like getting in somebody's like getting in a union now. Like once you, you, you once you get in, you're good. You can't really get kicked out. But it's just a matter of getting a, becoming a member, and that's where Tyler Johnson and the and Christos uh, Porzingis is, you know, mini me is is looking at doing and trying to be. It's basically like applying to DeVry University. <laughs> I'm sure they reject a few people, but you're probably going to be okay. Nice reference. Didn't you go with like New Hampshire University, South Hampshire University? Phoenix University. No, Phoenix is even old school now. Like now online. it's. What is it? Phoenix University is the online school. No, I know, but it's not the popular one. The new one, the new, the cool one now is uh, New Hampshire. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's like, or is it South? It's like New or South North? It's like South Hampshire University or something. Can't, I can't imagine it's South. Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? It's, it's North Hampshire. <laughs> new seems like the safer bet, but I think there's already an NHU. <laughs> It's it's basically it's basically Phoenix University of Phoenix new version, in which before that was Devry and Southern New Hampshire University. Southern New Hampshire. That's, I knew there was a direction in there. I assume they're going to play UK in football. South Hampshire would have been fun, <laughs> considering what we're talking about here. I go to South Hampshire. There's no way that's a real school. Southern real New State. Southern New Hampshire, not opposed to Northern New Hampshire. Um, I, I saw speaking of the, uh, on the Tyler Johnson front, I saw that. I mean, my God, it's August 1st uh, yesterday, and we're still getting players in the transfer portal that are capable uh, contributors to, to big-time teams this season. Ball State, Jerron Boogie Coleman entered the transfer portal uh, yesterday. 6'5 guard, fits the bill there. Averaged 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists per game last season. Played at Missouri um, before coming back to Ball State, where he started his college career. Was second-team All-Mid-American Conference last year. Pick him up! Pick him up. Oh, I didn't even have to care listen to you what you said the stats were. I, I say get him. He's anyway. a guard that can handle the ball. I just go, just go get him. Put him on just, the team. We need a guard. Does he? Will he suck? I don't know. I, I, you know what? Because I'm just I am at the let's throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. And the more times you throw, the better chance you have to stick. And I say so. I go get this kid. I would venture to say that a second team all Mac guard is better than what we have right now, which is nothing. <laughs> Backing him up at the point outside of Hersey Miller. Um, if nothing else, he gives you – and, again, I don't even know if he's a feasible option for UofL, but if, if it's between taking him or not taking him, you've got to take him because, my God, like he, he at least could spar with Sky Clark during practice, and we need somebody who can do that. He'd be the only player on the roster with a with a accomplishment, like an all-conference – All-conference accolade? Yeah. Not, besides the junior college level, yeah. Which I don't was Karan Davis like all – I don't even know if Karan Davis <laughs> was, was he, was he? I would imagine he was. Was he all Southwest uh, Watts player of the year? This kid's going to light it up and we're all going to – I know. I hope he does. Me too. It'd be great. I want him and Yovanovich to be all – I want I want to be the butt of so many jokes over the next two years about how, how much I gave him crap and how good he is. It would be the weirdest – It'd be Nick It'd time. be Nick and Russ Smith all over again. Nick Coffey was always hard on Russ Smith. I know we're running, then Russ just made him just eat crow for, for years. Yeah, I mean, it'd be weirder than Russ, though. Russ at least had a traditional recruitment. He just wasn't very highly regarded. Yeah, but before he blew up, a lot, a lot of his fan base was just ready to transfer to Manhattan or something. I see what you're saying. I'm just yeah. saying as far as, like, bringing in a kid from a – we have never had a recruit with the background that Karan Davis has. <laughs> That's, well, yeah, okay, because Russ was actually played at, like, Lincoln, and it was a – was a two star, I guess. Not or Lincoln. Or... It was uh, Archbishop. Archbishop. Bowl, I'm whatever. sorry. I apologize. Yeah. And he, I mean, yeah, he was. He just wasn't a. Highly I was in the same recruit. area as usual. He, he just wasn't a highly rated recruit. Karan no. Davis is a junior college kid from a level that does not produce any D1 talent, let alone 
talent at, at a place like Louisville. Who could he find him on the internet? <laughs> he, he wasn't listed as a top 200 JUCO player on the only website that covers JUCO basketball recruiting. I'm not saying he's go- like I, I don't know what to expect. I'm just saying we've never had a kid with this type of background come here, and if he tears it up, it's going to be one of the craziest but awesomest things that's happened in, in recent memory from a recruiting standpoint. Texture says, um, Mike, did you say that Monday that Kenny Klein said fans will be happy with both basketball and football? That's the word. That's what Kenny's telling people. Yeah. I love hearing it. That's what I hear. Texture says, a UK fan friend of mine said this Croatian is projected to be an NBA first-round pick. Have you heard this? No, he was projected as a middle to late second round last year, but backed out of the draft. Because he wasn't going to get drafted. Uh, for whatever reason. I mean, he maybe felt he wasn't going to get picked, but he was he was rejected as a middle second rounder last year and then and, and pulled out of the draft. So he didn't he didn't go undrafted. He just he he did didn't give the option. Texas says RFK <laughs> RFK Jr. is more buff, but it's from the vaccine. Um RFK, R- R- RFK Jr. is jacked, I'll say that. Whatever he's whatever he's been doing. He's clearly ripped. Maybe the most ripped presidential candidate of all time. Say what? Yeah, you not seen R.K. Junior. the shirt off? Where you been? I thought I thought Kennedy Junior. died. That's JFK Junior. The plane wreck, right? That's, yeah, that's John F. Kennedy Junior. This is Robert Kennedy. Jr. Robert's this one who got shot in the in the bathroom or the kitchen, right? Um. Yeah. Robert Kennedy got no. He got shot after the you know, hotel his, kitchen. The hotel kitchen after yeah. he announced his victory in, in, yeah. in California. I didn't even know he had a son. Yeah, RFK Jr. He's got multiple kids. RFK Jr. is running for president. He's uh, he's he's running as a Democrat, but he's very anti-vaccine. He's made a lot of headlines for that recently, and he is jacked. Oh, Lord. He's jacked. Which one was the Kennedy that that that, what, that, that killed the girl in the lake? Look <laughs> <laughs> those two. I still want to see that movie. Supposed to be really good too. I want to see it. I saw it. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. Yeah. Okay, then I'll pass. Like I heard good things about it, and I was like, "That really seems intriguing." But then I just never like actually sat down to watch it. I mean, I guess if you don't know the story, then it. Which I do know this. I mean, I, if I know. You know I, the basic story, then it's not that interesting. Yeah, like supposedly they wrecked, and he just left her there for like two days or something, and I think it was just overnight. But yeah, overnight. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, she died. Yeah, I, I, I guess I know the gist of the story, which is kind of like my life and everything else. But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 I'm close. So I'll pass on the movie. All right. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's fine. It was not great. I, I never know. saw the Ken- the Bobby Kennedy movie either, though. I never saw that one either, and I kind of wanted to. Uh, we got bad news report here. Breaking news. Oh, why? I mean, seriously. I don't. I hate to do this because we, this man was just in town and had a a great week here. It was nice to see him. Uh, Ma- via Shams uh, Caranio, have you pronounced Charania? Seventy sixer center Montrez Harrell has a torn ACL and meniscus after undergoing an MRI Ooh. on Wednesday to assess recent right knee swelling following this offseason works. And he had just just signed Philadelphia, right? Just signed the one year deal, you know, back with the Sixers. That's which seemed good. weird and now he's got the uh Yeah, that's that's ACL. That sucks for him. That sucks. This uh I mean you hate to say stuff like this because he was just having, I think, just it was just three seasons ago, I believe, where he was the NBA Sixth Man of the Year, or two two seasons ago, uh, something like that. Yeah, I mean, he's a niche player for for the right system. Um, My point, where yeah. I'm going with that is, it kind of feels like this might be the end for him if he can't play this year. How old is he now? Twenty eight, twenty nine. He's probably he's got to be around thirty. Yeah, he left I mean, after his junior year, you're talking about knee surgery on a guy who's primary. Attribution yeah. is his leaping ability and his athleticism. Exactly. Most players, your your best players get their prime in like thirty to thirty four. 
Montrez is more of the guy that's probably going to be out of the league by 32. And he is, like you There's said, nothing wrong with that. It's just it's some people, yeah. His biggest different. attribute is his explosiveness and his, you know, when he comes in, he's an energy guy, rebounds, running the floor, exploding for dunks. And if you can't do that anymore, then. Yeah, you're, I mean, he doesn't have, yeah, he's not a guy that's going to take anybody out the dribble. He's not going to post it. He's not going to really do. He can't really reinvent him. Yeah, he's a garbage, kind of a garbage pail guy, which is, again, I don't mean to say that bad, but that's just what he is. It's a role he plays. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to work. Yeah, with the. Well, I mean, he's made some good money, and I think he'll probably get a chance to bounce around in the league a little bit and maybe go play over in Europe for a few years. But yeah, his, his days of like being an NBA impact guy may be behind him. Which sucks, because yeah, he, was, he was on a good little run here. I mean, the fact he had the years he Bad had, I think, is a plus. I mean, I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Yeah, no, I mean, he was sixth man of the year in 2020, won the Hustle Award in 2020 as well. Yeah. I mean, good years in L.A. Signed the one-year deal with the Clippers for I mean, with the, with the Lakers for twenty million. So yeah, he's got. He won the that was the year they won the title too, right? No, 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 that was the year after. He yeah, was, he was on the team the year after. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they won the the yeah they won the Mickey Mouse title in twenty twenty. Yeah, it wasn't a real tournament. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, no one really counts that championship. Texture says, I mean, people, uh, we're not giving T-shirts for just saying I like T-shirts and I want to. <laughs> Somebody just didn't type him. Is the guy sent the Pele text yet? <laughs> <laughs> It's not even a trivia question. <laughs> you got to come with, with heat. The best text between now and the end of the show is going to get a, a free T-shirt. We've given one away already. We're going to give away another. Today. It's a Racing Louisville or Loose City T-shirt, whichever you want. Texas, if I pay for it, can we have Trevor take the ACT to see what he gets? Yeah, I'll do it. I, that's a good idea. How much does it cost? It's not cheap, though. I promise you that. I, remember, I, can't remember. I wanted, That's why I ended up taking it, even though I didn't have, need it, because I paid for it. I think it was like 50 bucks back No, then. I thought it was more than that. Was it, it is, it, it is uh, $60. Yeah, well, to, to, first of all, $60 is a lot of money to Trevor back in 2005. No, it's $60 now. Yeah, that's probably what it was back then, too. You think so? Uh, it was, yeah, I don't remember it being triple digits. I remember it being like 50 to 100, so. 60 bucks? Yeah, that's the one that's the, the size of scoring in the ACT, I forget. It was out of, well, I don't know if it's changed now, but it used to be out of, um, what, 36? Okay, so the SAT is the one that you get like 400 points for writing your name or whatever. Right, it used to be out of 1,600, and now it's changed, and I can't figure it out. I think it's out of 2,400 now. Yeah, I'll take one, yeah. You want somebody wants to pay for it? I'll do it. I only took the ACT once. I don't even remember which one it was I took. I, I think I took the SAT, though. I took the SAT twice. I don't. I, see, and I, I just don't remember which one I took. I, bought a, I even bought like a, a prep book, but I never read it or opened it. I think I took it back. I took the, We took the, the pre-SAT... I guess at the end of like sophomore year or maybe the very beginning of junior year. And I like crushed it. Like like I did I was like 99th percentile. So I started getting all these letters from colleges and stuff. And then I took the actual SAT SAT and the letter stopped coming because it was like <laughs> I scored uh, it was fine, but I scored significantly. It, it was I was not in the 99th percentile with what, my SAT. What would you do if I took it in my head I got a better ACT score than you? Um I'd be upset about it. <laughs> would you be willing to accept it? Yeah, if you did, better than me, like better than like what I scored in high school, or whenever you took your. I'm assuming because I feel like you 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 know your what your scores were, or you have I them, do. or you have them somewhere where you can go look them up if you don't know it memorized. I did okay on the. I got a 27 on the ACT. Okay, so that's that's the bar I'm setting. I want I want to make sure I do better than you, just so I can. Even even when you're correcting me on multiple occasions on the show, I can at least be like, oh, really? <laughs> I got a 29. On the I, I'm just gonna hang it up on the studio. I'm like. 
I'm just gonna point like like Babe Ruth calling a shot in the world. <laughs> Every time you bring it up, like Trevor, it's not so and so. It's pronounced so and so. I'll be like, I'm not even gonna talk. I just want the YouTube cameras to pick me up, looking at, pointing at it, and going, I'm sorry. The only things I remember the ACT, <laughs> I think we had like senior retreat at Trinity. It's like you have like a weekend. Go. <laughs> I took it right when I got back from senior retreat, and we had some kind of like funky food. And the last section of the oh ACT, yeah, some of those brownies. They, well, no, 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 just regular cafeteria food. Okay. The last section of the ACT was like the science section, and when I got to like the last ten to fifteen questions, I remember I was thinking about I was like, you can either focus on these questions and crap your pants. Or you can focus on not crapping your pants and just fill out random answers here. Were you having a little Van Wilder moment uh, there? I sprinted out. <laughs> we took it at Trinity. I knew exactly the part of the school that wasn't being used for the test, and I went right to like the bathroom by my locker. And it was—I mean, I, it was a very close call. I barely made it. Uh, the only problem with, with that I would have with the test and what would affect me was uh, I am. Um, I don't know if it's ADD or ADHD or whatever. I, I've got to read something like five times before I can like it, like I, I, it takes me a lot to read through. Up I think they do. St- I think you can get like, and so a, some sort of thing that will, that will give you extra time. Like and that's days. that's that was always my issue is when I took that test or I took any other really like the 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 scholastic test you would take you know whatever. Um, I always, I never would be able to finish it because I'd always run out of time and it take me too long to answer every question. Yeah, because I just had I just had to read slowly. It, it takes my it takes my head a little bit. To, to, to wrap things around. I'm sure it's a shock to a lot of people driving right now. <laughs> I think somebody just wrecked on Silver Road because they heard that. Like, no, not Trevor. When I got my ACT scores, my mom was like, your dad's going to love this. Because we come from a family that we just, we're not, we don't do math. We're not good at math. No, but you're English. Yeah. And so my scores were like, it was like 34, 33, 28, and then like 14 in math. Which <laughs> just dropped my entire. I was like, yeah, that's about right. I feel like that was the one you probably were on when you had to go poop. <laughs> yeah, it was actually it was science. Okay. There was a little bit of math. Science was, from what I remember, was like, I feel like it, they gave you the answer. You just had to like read it. I feel like science. That's the one where you like read the story and you have to just basically just finding it in there. Yeah. From what I remember, yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> is it going to be weird though? Like if I'm like the, like the forty, I'm gonna walk into the other like I'm gonna get in there late, and the kids waiting to take the test are gonna think I'm the teacher. Like I'm I'm, I'm gonna be yeah, by far the oldest one taking this test, right? Probably yeah. I mean by like twenty years, if not thirty years. I actually the people have done that now as a the the punishment for finishing last in fantasy football, like where you, you have to go take the the MCAT or the the LSAT or the, the what, SAT. What's the thing that they take the Wonderlick test? Well, that's, I mean, you can't just, like, take that. I can't? No, I don't think. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a sample one online. But, like, it's not, that's that's not a test that's, like, open to the public. They don't have Wonderlick testing at Wagner on Saturday. Well, I can't, what do you mean I can't buy it for, like, 50 bucks? You can't, if I give you 50 bucks, they won't let me take it? I don't think that's the way it works. I think they only use that for potential draftees, right? Well, I mean, I could be a potential draftee, for all you know. The deadline to register for the ACT, somebody says, is um, August 4th. First next test date is September 9th. And somebody's asking for your cash app. <laughs> so they can send you the money. <laughs> First of all, I don't have cash app. Venmo? <laughs> I got Venmo. Uh, but, um, I mean, should I study? Whatever you want to do. Should I go in? <laughs> should I take it sober or not? You should be like going over like the ACD Bibles during our show for the next two weeks. I'm like, what is he doing back there? He's getting his logic game. I mean, what about stuff? I mean, isn't it like it's just like like general knowledge though? General knowledge. I mean, do I do any? Can I just go on Wikipedia and read stuff? I don't 
think that's the way it works. From what I remember, which it's been now over 20 years. Uh, mine's, been, mine's been about 20 years, too. supposed to be testing on stuff that you were uh, supposed to have learned in school. <laughs> so can I just go buy a school book? Yeah. Texas says, for the love of God, man, the phrase is lunch pail, not garbage pail. Maybe Scoots is better at commentary after all. Huh? I guess you keep using garbage pail instead of lunch pail. I don't even remember using the term garbage pail for what? What is I it? I don't either. I've blocked you out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be mad at you if I didn't block, block you out, too. <laughs> I'm aware. I mean, I'm just, just kind of zoning it out. We're not even talking to each other that time. We're just, we're just, we might as well be in two separate rooms. Uh, well, we are. Yeah. But <laughs> Trevor, Trevor just said Gary worked. Hey, I, I heard what he said. I, I, didn't, I didn't stop. What? He worked at a golf course. <laughs> I know. You said country club. But you stopped the first word, very <laughs> yeah. and it made it. I, 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 when you said that, I was like, I guarantee somebody's gonna text in about that because I almost said something. And I was like, it's not even, it's not even. Worth I didn't it. mean to do that. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, five o'clock hour again. Best text. We're gonna hook you up with a Lucidity or Racing Louisville T-shirt. Well, the guy willing to buy a pay for my ACT kind of has a, has a running edge. We will dive a little <laughs> bit more into these conference realignment rumors that are out there. We'll talk more about the Florida State madness of the day. All that and more coming your way here in the five o'clock hour. Keep it locked right here. More Rutherford Show next on fourteen fifty The Big Guys. There are different because he played two Wallflower songs back to back. My mom, I got uh, yeah, all uh, it's three different groups, one per hour, and they all have one thing in common. Oh, okay. What was the first group? What was it was Wham. It was Wham? It was Wham. Wham, Wallflowers, Weezer. I'll start with W on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, nice. I like it. <laughs> so it's a Wednesday, a wild Wednesday with W's. I was going to do W songs, but I was like, uh, yeah, let's go bands. All right, are you I ready? couldn't just go one band. I figured I'd give everybody their own hours. So. It is weird Wednesday. We've talked to uh, we talked football, uh, the, the first practice reactions in the first hour. Mm-hmm. We took a, a lot of text in the second hour. We did. It's weird Wednesday. It is. We like to get weird. We I've do. got a couple more. Am I the a hole? Oh, I love these. I, I want to know how you fall on on a couple of these. Are you ready for this? Am I on there for using the bathroom during the show? <laughs> no, I could tell you were in a bad place there. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's, it was a bad place I was in. Probably the one following me. All right, here we go. This All right, let's go. Let's find out if they're an A or not. I just got married last week. My wife and I are both in our 30s. Okay. I am Mexican and she is American, but we both grew up in the United States and both our families know both languages, Spanish okay. and English. Okay. My wife planned every bit of the wedding and was a very controlling and nervous bride, but all right, I get that she was stressed. That's typical, okay. During the reception, I went to the band and asked them to play a song for me to sing to my new wife. It was Te Amare by Miguel Bo- Bose. Okay. 
It was a song from our first date in a really bad Mexican restaurant, so it became a long-standing joke between us. The guests really loved the song. My mother-in-law cried and told me it was beautiful, but my bride seemed upset. I asked her what was wrong, and she said, I am a bleephole for taking the spotlight to enforce my ethnicity and not just letting the band sing our song for us. Am I the a-hole? No, no. Absolutely not. No, you are. You are. In fact, I'm starting to wonder if you're too good for her. I think that one's pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's that's a great romantic gesture that she just pooped on because she had to have the spotlight on her. And Which, don't get me wrong, she's the bride. She should for the most part, but... But she's not saying she wanted to sing. She's saying she wanted the band to sing the song. Yeah, because she's mad because he took some of the spotlight from her. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. Yeah, that's... Dude, get out now. That, 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 that's not going to last. Not going to last. Run. Run now. Okay, here's another one. All right. What's that? Not loading. There's nothing loading. Oh, that's <laughs> like, we don't have any internet, but we'll do this one. So my uh, husband, I am 28 female. He is 31 male. Had okay. to spend two months in a different state for work. He came back. He came back nine days ago. I'm obviously thrilled he's back, and I've missed him a lot. I was hoping we would be able to spend some time together, just the two of us. However, his mom, 56 female, came over when he was supposed to come home. I was slightly annoyed, but I know she was just excited for her son to be back. However, she never left. Like, I was prepared to deal with her being there for a day or two, but not nine days. Because she's been here for nine days, we haven't had a second of time together. She insists on staying here instead of a hotel. For the record, she lives an hour away. The guest room is right next to ours, and the walls are very thin. When the two of us go out, she comes with us or makes one of us stay with her because otherwise she would, we would be bad hosts. She followed us around the house constantly. <laughs> we want to cuddle and watch movies, and she's sitting in the armchair. We want to go to a romantic restaurant. Better make that a table for three. We have even left her in the living room to go chat in our room, and she follows us. Earlier today, I just asked her to leave. She kept saying she wasn't ready to go yet and wanted more time with her son. I tried telling her we wanted some alone time, and she kept insisting that she joins us. Finally, I snapped and said, since you seem to be oblivious, I will put this bluntly. I want to bleep your son. If you don't want to see us or hear us, then you need to leave. I know this isn't the classiest response ever, but I was frustrated. Anyway, she yelled at me, but eventually left. We finally got to have our alone time, but now she is blowing up both of our phones, saying that I am disgusting and have no respect for her, her son, or myself. She keeps telling my husband that he shouldn't be with someone who's so crude, and how dare he let me speak to her like that. I'm sure you get the idea. I know what I said was really appropriate, but am I the ale? Okay, first of all, a couple things I want to point out here. One, that's the dream of a movie man to have their their, their wife yell that, okay? That, that's that's the dream. Second, I don't think she at least this, this couple has kids, and if they do, I feel bad for them because she's not going to accept motherhood very well if she's having this problem with her mother-in-law. She's kind of the a-hole in this situation. What? I get that the mother's smothering, but that's kind of comes with it just – Go 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 get a ticket to see Schindler's List and make out with them during it, okay? I think there's an a-hole here, and they're not really in the store. I think the husband's the a-hole. Why? Because he's not sticking up. Tell your mom to leave. She's been there for nine days. I mean, it's nine days. I mean, it's not that bad. It's and nine mean, days. The timing is obviously not good, and I don't know if there's really one particular. I mean, I mean, I think if you look at it, all three of them could be labeled in this situation. The a-hole. I think. I think there's nothing wrong with what the wife's doing. I mean, I get her frustration, but... If I went on a work trip and got home I mean, and that, hadn't seen my wife in like a, a week and a half or however long it was, and my mom was at it was, the house... It was, didn't they say two me. months? Is that how long it was? I could swear you it's said... It's even worse. Yes, it's two worse. months. Two months, yeah. 
I was blue. <laughs> if I came back for if I came back from two months off and my okay. mom was there, first of all, I'd be like, Mom, you, you don't need to be there right away. Well, and we don't know the, the, the dynamics of their relationship though. But I mean. if she was and she was like, I I just really wanted to see you, I'm gonna stay here. After day two, I would be like, You you need to go. I mean, at a certain point, you've got to step up and just talk like the wife steps in, she becomes the primary woman in your life. Like you need to prioritize your wife. I get that, but you can you tell me she couldn't I mean, you couldn't just go grab hotel room for the afternoon if, if you're just that horny? Cuz that seems to be the bottom line of this, right? Well, and also like, they clearly want some alone time to like watch TV by themselves without the mom just hanging out there. My mom, I mean, my mom to, to clarify, would never ever ever do something like this. Uh, she, well, she's mine wouldn't. Mine wouldn't either because she wouldn't leave the house. She's. she's I mean, <laughs> but I mean, but again, like, what are you going to do if you have kids? I mean, could you imagine if she's if she can't have this kind of frustration with her, her mother-in-law? I mean, I mean, she's going to be go being Crosby all over her child. No, kids go to sleep, and yeah, they, well, so does the mom probably know earlier than a kid would. Yeah, the kids don't know what's going on when their when their noise is. Like <laughs> oh, that. oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a little bit different. This the the mom from the guy won't, won't, won't gets mad at me when I say just smoking for it's the kids too. What's he going to notice? Kids aren't, it's not like they're in the room. I don't know what's going on. I mean, you couldn't, like, the mom goes to bed. You couldn't just, like, go grab a hotel room for the, like, just sneak you out of the house? You have to. Well, it's your mom. She gave you, I mean, you got to give her some leeway, right? Yes, I think you're giving I, her I, leeway. I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm going to stay there for a day or two. I feel like there's some inconvenience here, but. She lives an hour away. There's no reason to explode the way you do that. That was probably a little uncalled for. Well. And he probably should have, at some point, helped release some of that tension with you, with her long before that happened. I, I disagree. I think the the husband's the number one a hole. The mom is the number two a hole. The wife is a distant third for me. Right, let's get to the last one. Okay. I'm just going to get right to it. My 25. Uh, I'm 25 female. My boyfriend's 28 male. My 28 uh, year old boyfriend likes to be called daddy in bed while we're being intimate. <laughs> it's always kind of been weird to me, too. I've obliged this request, but it's starting to creep me out, and I've decided I don't want to do it anymore. He is not happy with this and insists it has nothing to do with the connotation of the word. He just simply enjoys hearing me say it. Since he wasn't budging on the issue, I told him I'd like him to call me grandma in bed as a compromise. It's <laughs> good. He didn't like this option and said it was uh, giving him visuals that he would prefer not to have. Like, okay, join the bleeping club. Anyway, the last time he we tried, he tried to initiate intimacy with me. I started to refer to myself as grandma in the third person. Do you like it when grandma does that, etc.? <laughs> and he flew off the handle. He said I ruined the mood and made him feel gross, and I was being ridiculous. I think I proved my point, but he thinks I'm being an a hole. So, am I the a hole? First of all, you're hilarious. Yeah, I, I find it hilarious too. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the wife's side on this one. She's too. not. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna have. I mean. Meet halfway maybe, but he needs to. Yeah, that's that. There, there's, there's, there's battles to choose to, to fight for, and that's not a hill you want to die on. I think it's the whole. I never, I never really got the whole call me daddy thing either. I, I just, yeah, I never. Really you know, the other thing I always thought was weird was when men call their wives mom or mother. Like you, know, I, I know most people would do that, and like I was like, I was bed? watching, huh? Like in bed. I know, just in general, through, throughout the day, like they'll just. I mean, I'll refer to like when I'm talking to Virginia or something. I'll refer to Mary as, as mom. No, but when you're talking to Mary, do you call her mom or do you call her mother? When it's like just us. Yeah. No. Okay, like that's not uncommon though. I mean, it's for example, just I was watching Catch Me If You Can the other night again, and like it, that's what struck out to me was when like he's there in New Orleans and he's like he's like mother, come in. He's talking to his wife, you know. Oh. And I, and I know other I've heard Dugan used call, called 
say it to Kim before. I've heard other people say it to their wives. Maybe you just get used to it. Because I mean, I do it when, the, when like, if the kids are around, I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, I'm like, hey, mommy, Virginia wants to show you something. Yeah, is it, you think maybe us, that's what it is? Maybe it's just it maybe. just it leaks into it. It could be just like you get to a point where that's just how you, you know, I mean, yeah, but it was just us. Or if I'm like referring to Mary without any sort of reference to the kids, I'm like, yeah, if, we're, if, I, if I need help with the kids and I'm downstairs and I'm yelling for Mary, I'm like, mommy, I'm like, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but no, intimates, no, I'm not a big the, the daddy fan. I, I like, I like, I like when, I, when I'm an intimate, I like to have her, you call me just random names, so like Josh Mike. or Alan. Scotty. Josh <laughs> <laughs> Allen. Then I go with the Bull Durham philosophy. Like, you call me Crash. Would you rather me call you Crash and sleep with you or sleep with him and call him, you know, Nuke? Right? I think if someone has a request when you're being intimate, it's just nice to oblige it. I mean, it's not, and it's not like he's asking for something like really dirty. I, I mean, or she's not like, like, you know, I mean. <laughs> Do you like it when Grandma does that? <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> I love this girl. Come here. I mean. <laughs> Anyways, that's your, your helping of Am I the A-hole for today. Um, so we, what, agreed on one and disagreed on the other two? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. We, we kind of agreed on the first one. What was the first one again? I don't remember. Neither do I. The, th- the first one was the, uh, the, no, no, we both agreed on the first one. It was the, 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 the husband singing at the wedding. In, oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Get over yourself. Yeah, yeah, let him sing a song, dude. Yeah, he's. God forbid the guy tries to be romantic. Yeah, we agreed on two and we disagreed on, on one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Disagree on the mother-in-law staying. <laughs> which... <laughs> yeah, I would I'd have to nip that in the bud very quickly. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this conference realignment stuff that, that's going on today. The, the, the big news, if you want to call it that, is Brett McMurphy reporting the Big Ten is looking to expand yet again. And, and you know, the Big 12 made the latest move getting Colorado. There's all this buzz that they're going to wind up getting the uh, a 14th team, whoever that is, Arizona, the, the big buzz this week. But now the Big 10 is like, well, if the Pac-12 is just going to fall apart, we're going to go ahead and make our move now. We're, we're going to go ahead and get to 20 teams. And they had apparently vetted – I don't know how you vet a whole institution, but they had vetted Washington and Oregon last year and said if it was financially viable – that's who they'd like to go with. And they sent people there like did surveys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I said, like, a DUI in their past, but they moved on from it. <laughs> they did like, the text from like politicians. They, they, they like randomly texting called local students and be like, "We're doing a survey. Do you, when we talk about your university, are you excited? Not so much excited. Evenly excited." <laughs> so yeah, they're looking at those four teams and then potentially some ACC teams if they can get out. And there's all sorts of of. Yeah, speculation that the ACC team in question is Florida State, who's doing whatever they can to get out of the conference. Seems that way. They had a board of trustees meeting today. Their president's spouting off at the mouth with all sorts of stuff. Uh, Drew Weatherford, one of their uh, trustees, a former quarterback, said today, it's not a matter of if we leave the ACC, but how and when we leave the ACC. <laughs> okay. Do it. Just if you can do it, do it. I mean, wow. All right. You also had FSU president Rick McCullough, who had a ton of quotes today saying, without increasing revenue – we will face major challenges to be able to compete in football. Let the record reflect that Florida State, between 2017 and 2021, was 26-33 in the ACC and did not have a single winning season in conference play in those five years. I don't think the, the, the media rights deal for the Big Ten and the SEC were their biggest issue, which were not in play at that point in time. The fact that FSU has hired bad coaches and they've just stunk the last few years relative to their own standards. 
So I mean, I'm sure that if you, I guess, I don't think they're private schools, so that you could tell if they've made how much of a profit they've made in terms of compared by. And Louisville. guess who's made more total revenue than they have the last two years? The University of Louisville. But Ooh. whatever. Uh, but yeah, they're doing this whole thing where they're still acting like it's 2013. And how do we keep up with Alabama and and, and LSU and Auburn and, and Georgia? You're not. And even if you go to the SEC now or go to the Big Ten now, you're not going to. Like, if anybody could pull this Big D stuff on the rest of the conference, it should be Clemson, who's owned the league for the last decade and who actually has gone out and beaten the best of the SEC and won multiple national titles. As much as I despise them, Clemson has the ability to pull rank here and pull that card if they want to. And as of yet, they've kind of done it quietly. I don't know what Florida State thinks, but it's it's not the 1990s anymore. Times have changed. You don't have the same type of pull. You don't have the same type of national profile that you used to. Uh, I get that it's still a big brand, but it's not it's certainly not a top five brand of the sport now. It's not does not justify the type of talk that they're doing. And if you want to get out of the ACC so badly, find a way. Pony up that 100 mil. Do it or shut up. Stick. I mean... It's just getting obnoxious at this point, but that's the uh, the big buzz today. Yeah, get good at football. What do you want me to say? It's not a matter of high right coach. I mean, yeah, it's, it's how we leave. Then do it. Then just go. That's fine. Uh, we need a big change in revenue distribution. Well, they're trying to make that happen. And if we'd had a huge big change in revenue distribution in recent years, you would not have gotten a bigger piece of the football pie because you're not pulling your weight anymore. <laughs> You've had some down seasons. You got a lot of hype this year. We'll see how that goes. I'm kind of with you now that I'm just actively rooting against Florida State. <laughs> You're like convincing yourself more and more. <laughs> well, I don't want them to be good at this point. Like they're just—it's obnoxious. They—they're acting like they've still got you know Charlie Ward playing quarterback, and and it's it's them, and they've they've won the ACC for 17 straight years. When the reality is they've been like the fourth best program in the ACC since we've joined it. So suck it, shut it, get out of here. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The Thornton text line. We'll take some as many texts as we can from you guys too before we get done with the uh, the hour. And a reminder: the best text that we get between now and the end of the hour is going to get hooked up with a free Racing Louisville or Lucidity City T shirt. So make those texts count at five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Who do you I mean? I, I'm trying now to think. Yeah. Do I dislike Clemson or Florida State more? Because I don't like Dabo. I don't like that program. I don't. I mean, why do you have to pick between two? Can't you just not like both? Like me? Well, I don't like them both. I'm saying, okay. who, who do I dislike more? It's a matter of not well, I don't hate. Th- it's, it's, it's it's which has the most hate. I, I don't think you need to, to. It's like you know, picking which kid you love more. You can you can you can just hate. You, you can love them evenly. And you can hate both these schools evenly. FSU fans are way worse. Clemson fans are annoying. But FSU fans have been. I mean, I would go with FSU fans on that side just because I've I've interacted a lot more with FSU fans than I have Clemson fans. I've never been to a lot of UK basketball fans, and I've never been never been to a lot. I've never been to a Clemson game. Um, I've been I've seen been to a Florida State Louisville game, the rain, you know, the overtime game. By the way, are we watching the game this week or not? Or I don't think so. Okay, we can watch one next week. We can do one next week. Okay, just let me know and I'll watch it. Uh, I promise. We'll have that tomorrow. That's on the agenda for tomorrow. But uh, but that Florida State fans, yeah. I mean, granted, I was the more obnoxious one in that group that year. But yeah, Florida State fans have always because because in the nineties in that, in my prime sports loving years, Florida State was like what you're describing. They think they are now. Sure. Yeah. For sure. And it was kind of like cowboy fans, like just like their fans were mostly bandwagoners from this area, and it, 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 it got on my nerves. 
Like I remember, because Clemson wasn't that good in the nineties, and at that point, and it, so they just didn't. Yeah, Florida State probably annoys me more. Yeah, Florida State. If you want to view, I mean, I guess this is now we're entering potentially the Georgia era, but still, I, I feel like Bama still is the biggest brand in college football. That's what mm, right now, yeah. That's what Florida State was in the late nineties. Like I remember, yeah. we we like there was a when I started high school at Trinity and was playing freshman football. Like our coach had a shirt that just said like. FSU is green with envy and all like like FSU was that stereotypical program. If you wanted to point well, to like who was the top dog in college football is the whole nineties that was yeah, what they were. It yeah. was it was Florida State. Well, I guess besides the very beginning of the nineties when it was the U a little bit. Well, a little bit, and then you, it was mostly Florida State and Nebraska kind of passing Nebraska, that. Yeah, because I mean they that Florida State's lone national championship, or at least not their lone, but their first was against Nebraska. So. Right. But then the mid nineties, yeah, it was it was no, I mean Miami faded very early in the nineties and then couldn't didn't come back till the two thousands really. And I mean the, the Florida State was pretty much that, that team in the nineties. And they were always even when they didn't win national titles, they were right there. Like you expect them, them to in, be well them in Florida, yeah, with it, Spurrier. They were the you can pencil them in for ten or eleven wins every year. Like if they went nine and three, it was a disaster season for them. Uh, in fact they did not win less than ten games once in the nineties. That sounds about right. Nin- yeah. from the here in 10, 11, 11, 12, 10, 10, 11, 11, 11, 12, and that's it. That was all. Never lost more than two games in a season in the nineties. You know there's, there's lost a lot more than, than two games a season in, in the two thousand twenties? Florida State. Florida <laughs> State. Because they're not what they used to be. So Florida State game lost. Florida State lost more games in 2021 season alone than they did in the entire decade of the 90s. I think. <laughs> I'm actually saying that they I'm broke not, their bowl streak. Four, five, six, seven, eight. No, never mind. They lost 12 games in the 90s. The fact that I could believe it though, yeah, says all you need. It to makes because they lost seven that year. I mean, it seems feasible, but yeah. They, I think I heard your math score on the SAT. So what can I say? ACT. ACT. My bad. It wasn't great on the SAT. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think fooling you with that with a math with a math thing is probably too uh, too difficult. <laughs> yeah, the, the the ACT math score was just like I was like, well, if we could do decent math, we'd have been pretty good here. Now the one bowl they went to the least least popular bowl in the nineties, the nineteen ninety blockbuster bowl. Oh, I missed the blockbuster bowl. Yeah, what is that? What is that? What is, that, what is the blockbuster bowl now? Do you want to guess? Um. Oh. In fact, it's the what Florida State won last year. Like Technically, a, that was the block. <laughs> the blockbuster is it the Cheez It Bowl. Yes. Now? Okay. The 1990 blockbuster bowl was the first year it ever happened. Which Florida, now isn't the Cheez It Bowl anymore. And Florida State won it, and then the last last year was Florida State again, winning that what was then the Cheez It Bowl. And the, no, I think it still is. It's uh. No, the Cheez It Bowl just changed, right? No, but they, there was two of them. Remember Pop Tarts Bowl. No, but wasn't there two Cheez It Bowls? This bowl has been the Blockbuster Bowl, the CarQuest Bowl, Micron PC Bowl, Tangerine Bowl, Champ Sports Bowl, Russell Athletic Bowl. We won that. We did. uh, Camping World Bowl, maybe my favorite, and the Cheez-It Bowl. Good Lord. This is like... like death to your company if you put your name on this bowl. R.I.P. to Pop Tarts. <laughs> R.I.P. to Pop Tarts. I don't think any one of these places is still around except for Cheez It. I think every one of them's closed. Yeah, why did Cheez It have to give up the name? I mean, Cheez It's thriving. At least they are in my house for sure. I mean, Cheez It's like 17 times a day. Again, I think, didn't they have two bowls though? I don't think there were two Cheez It bowls. I think that would have been news. I think that maybe they were a different bowl. Not at the same time for sure. Maybe they sponsored a different bowl and they, they picked up a different one, but. They uh, they definitely were not two cheese and bowls. That would be very confusing. It's the Kellogg's Pop Tart Bowl. I don't know why you <laughs> said it like that. Yes, Kellogg's is is Pop Tart. Because that's what it says when I, when I Google it. It says Kellogg's Pop Tart Bowl. I got something to put on your radar real quickly here before we get a break. Okay. We'll take text after the for the last segment. 
But the oh, it's a cheese at Citrus okay. Bowl. Okay. okay, the at the end of this month, a sports documentary that I think you should be excited about that most people will be excited about. They've been talking about doing this for a year. It's going to debut now on August twenty third. They're doing a full on. So that's exactly three weeks from today. They're doing a full on HBO documentary on the Bishop Sycamore stuff. Remember the the, the made up school, the made up school, and how that could have possibly happened. And it will, I'm sure, it, its tentacles will spread out into the world of big time prep football. These prep schools, how are they? Like, how is this happening? And it sounds like just based on the one interview that's out there, um, very very interesting. Like they interview the coach of the team, and he talks about how he like he took a body language class to basically like act like he knew what he was talking about. Like, like he's like, I do my you know hand on the chin here, like hand on the heads, like this little motion. He's like, I don't know anything about coaching football. I was like, how did this happen? Like they were on national TV in a game. Now, is this, is this going to be I, – I missed the very beginning part, I guess. Did you say this is going to be is it a Netflix thing? HBO. HBO, HBO okay. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it should be good. August I'm, I'm intrigued to give it a give it a shot maybe. Yeah, I think just based on the little trailer, I was like, okay, I'm all in. Is it an hour, two hours long? Do you no think? idea. Didn't say? Probably – I would guess probably like an hour and a half, a couple hours, if I had to guess. I'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Take some text from you guys, give away a T-shirt, and then get you ready for tonight in the world of sports. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, Wednesday edition here on 1450 The Big X. I see. Did you ever get sick of this song? Not really. I mean, I don't think I was like. I didn't listen to it probably as much as I liked the music video when I was growing up. Well, of course, the video was. You know, it was great. Yeah. But no, I don't, I don't think I ever like. I probably wasn't listening to this type of music and this on the radio as much, like enough to get sick of it. I it got a little. I, it was one of those songs. Like at the time, I was kind of like, I'm kind of tired of hearing it. I can see that. Now I go back and I still tell that it was like like Outcast Miss Jackson was kind of the same way. Like because it, it was played so that much was on all the time. I was like, I liked the song, but it, it was like, after like a year. I'm like, I just don't want to listen to the song again. Yeah, no, I'm with. There are certainly songs that like I like when they initially come out and got played out, and now I'll go back and like it, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, back in the day when I was listening to a lot of radio, it was there were definitely those songs where you're like, oh my god. But this is kind of like because this is like I love this album, and I saw Weezer in concert like twice at least. But like this was like their main thing. So the sweater song was good, and Saying So was good, but like this was like their mainstream pop song because the video particularly. Yeah, and like so, this was the one that was played so much, and it was like, okay, it's like I like the song, but I had to, I had to take a little time off from the song. I can, I, I can see that. All right, good. I'm just so I'm not the a hole in this situation. No, you're not the a hole. No, it's the DJ who kept playing it too much. <laughs> when they made the comeback, I do remember like when Weezer kind of reinvented themselves and they were a little bit more pop in like the mid 2000s. That Beverly Hills song was on, my God, everywhere. I mean, it was so obnoxious. I, I didn't even know that song existed until I saw Simpsons where they did yeah. Waverly Hills. And I was like, God, oh, that's like interesting. Waverly Hills? Like, like Louisville's Waverly Hills? I think that's what they called it. Yeah, it was instead of Beverly Hills, they called it Waverly Hills. 
Well, Waverly Hills, you know, is like the huge place in Louisville. Oh, it is okay. It's like the biggest, like one of the biggest ghost stops in, in all of America. Because it, it knew it sounded familiar. Yeah, Waverly Hills. So I'm sure I'm assuming that's probably what just got in your subconscious, and that The Simpsons was probably something different. If I had to guess, well, it was because of the song they played. Um, yeah, Waverly Hills nine hundred two nine hundred two one Doe was the name of the episode. Oh, really? Yeah, it was where they were just they were moving up to instead of you know Never Beverly mind. Hills, it was called Waverly Hills. And I take it back. I remember the song came out two thousand nine. I just remember seeing the episode and the, them doing a. A rip off of that song, and I thought, okay, I never knew that was an actual song until later on. But, but yeah, the Louisa stuff was that was the time when you were just you were gone off the radar. Yeah, I actually ended up watching it. Uh, an episode I love Dark Side of the Ring. I mentioned I watched it last night. Um, and like Vice, that was their most that is by far their most successful show that Vice does. I watched Vice has now just started doing Dark Side of the 2000s. Okay, the, the, and I watched the one they did recently on the. the John and Kate plus eight. Okay, I'm glad you break because yeah. that's what I was going with. Was like because of that, like the, the, Vice started doing dark side of everything. Mm-hmm. Like dark side of football was bad. Like it was not good at all. And they did like dark side of the '80s, and now that you mentioned 2000s, and it came on right afterwards. And you know me, I'm like cable. I'm like I don't want to change the channel. Yeah. So it's a dark side of 2000s. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I saw they were doing one. Of them. And I was like, it was her and Brittany. And Paris. like, so some of like the pettiness between her and Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And then you have people like, some of the, this one, this one woman cracked me up. She kept like bashing these bloggers. And she's like, I work for BuzzFeed. I'm like, what? Like, bottle, cat, I mean, black. What Paris Hilton back in the day. Yeah. And she's like, and she's, you know, blaming the media for what happened to Lindsay and Paris. I'm like, these girls are calling media and telling them to come there, and they want the spotlight on them. They they begged for it. Her publicist said they would call and tell media outlets where to be and, and what time to be there, so they could yeah. take pictures of them. And of course, it backfired for Lindsay. Not as much Paris, but they're doing fine now. Yeah, they're I think all okay. Yeah, besides maybe Brittany, still struggle. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany went a little off the off the deep end a little bit there, but yeah. All right, we got about 16, 17 minutes. We'll get to as many of these texts as we can. We'll have to power through here. We got a, a bunch to get to. 502-414-1450. Best one we're giving you a, a Lucidity or Racing Louisville T-shirt. Uh, Tex says if you are a U of L football season ticket holder like me, or Andrew like me, and you don't check your email very often, claim your free blackout T-shirt for the home opener by August eleventh. They're giving so much stuff away. To are they? I didn't know holders. that. Oh, I'm not season ticket holder. I wonder. Yeah, no. When I was a season ticket holder, we got nothing. And I was a season ticket holder for like, <laughs> like ten <it>. years. The <laughs> second, the, the second that we we don't have the money to to you know re up, we cut season tickets during the pandemic. The second that that happens, they start just giving away all this free stuff. <laughs> Jealous. Somebody you know, OJ Howard got released. Texas almost uh, only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. And Trevor trying to remember words. <laughs> Thank you, Mean Gene Oakland. Good talk. Texas says, um, what company or product whose commercials and ads have you annoyed have annoyed you so much that you will never patronize or purchase? Any of them that put them on YouTube. You go you, you make me have to sit through a 20 second YouTube ad, I'm not gonna I'm never getting you my service, my, my business. I'm sure there have been some. I just can't remember. Like I can't I know there have been ads that have really, really annoyed me. But most of the YouTube ads are like places I'd never take my business to anyway, where it's like I am I uh, computer places and stuff like that, car dealerships. I'll tell you what would have been one uh, back in the day, and this is a pretty famous one. If I'd had any interest to go to Six Flags, I wouldn't have because that dancing, creepy old guy. <laughs> now, he wouldn't say, wasn't he also Kentucky Kingdom? Wasn't he on the Kentucky Kingdom ad, too? He might have been. I didn't go to Kentucky Kingdom during that period. I know you're talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I remember. <laughs> he comes up, comes up Six Flags, but I feel like he was Kentucky Kingdom too, maybe. Texas says, Mike, where's Trevor? Oh, he's producing a show on a farm upstate. <laughs> we sent him We sent him down. Okay, so I was like, wait a second, what? Texas says, Trevor's take on the mother-in-law story tells you all you need to know about his relationship with his mom. Oh, yeah, he's so, oh, come on. Oh, well, that doesn't make me a mama's boy. I don't know. I'm so, Excuse me for caring about the family. Unlike you, you're willing to kick mom out on the curb. Yeah. Just to get, Absolutely. just to get, just a little, get a little, get a little something, something. Texas Scoots couldn't even figure out how to send the soccer tickets. Uh, Trevor is better. Well, Trevor doesn't send the soccer tickets either. No, I don't. <laughs> that is not. Uh, that is not on in your wheelhouse. What is in your wheelhouse? I mean, I could if you wanted me to. I, mean, I don't have. I don't have the tickets though. Yeah. I never have. We don't. Neither one of us do. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I, but they want to give them to me. I'll send them out. I don't care. Texas says I got a twenty three fifty out of a twenty four hundred on my SAT, and now I spend my afternoons listening to the Rutherford Show. <laughs> <laughs> that may actually—that's an early front runner for best text. It's a great text. Uh, that's hey, good. What are you doing here? <laughs> the only standardized test that I absolutely just crushed was the LSAT. That's because I had to. Because my, my GPA was not going to be good. That's the lawyer one, right? Yeah. That's not the bar, but it's what you take. What you to, take to get into law. Yeah. Yeah. I took it twice, and uh, yeah, that was. I, that was the only like, standardized test that I really. Do you think I could do good at the LSAT? Sure. I mean, you got to think. I've got twenty years of law and order under my belt. You do, which comes That's... in handy not whatsoever <laughs> for this test. I mean, <laughs> am I gonna am I gonna be denied because I've called the coffee girl a frivolous lawsuit? No. Okay. You have to argue effectively. Texas Mike, <laughs> who is the receiver that you or Keith are hearing the best things about? Well, I can't speak for Keith. He's not here. Um, I'll speak for him. We have the same birthday. I mean, Jamari Thrash. Or his wife and my dude. <laughs> yeah, Thrash. I can't talk about the first day of practice, but all spring, what I heard was Jamari Thrash was the yeah. best wide receiver. So I feel good about that. Texas says uh, it was Southampton Institute of Technology. <laughs> You'll get it, dude. No. <laughs> take the first two, take the first letter of all those words. Don't, don't say it out loud. Uh, That's off the movie Accepted. Well, that was the name of the school and accepted Southampton uh, Institute of Technology. I got you. Well, and, they were, and they were like, I was like is it you know what that, that spells, way? right? <laughs> but it's Southern New Hampshire T- Institute of Technology now. Or Southern New Hampshire <laughs> University. Whatever yeah, is. Southern New Hampshire University is the actual new new University of Phoenix. But gotcha. Southampton Institute of Technology was the name of the, which not the best. I guess they had a few moments. that That's kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek moment. The best one still is, is Jonah Hill, you know, ask me about my wiener. Texas, I can't can't remember if it was Taco Bell or Subway commercials, but the beeping commercial was horrible. I refused to eat at whichever one it was. That was rallies. For months. Beep, yeah. That was rallies at the beep, beep, because I remember as a kid we used to joke. All the things that you remember correctly. No, I remember (laughs) because as a kid, a joke that we used to have at Zachary Taylor was was like, what kind of cussing are they saying in that video? We used to, that was like joking me and my friends that they were always cursing in the video, in the commercial, because that's why they were beeping. They were beeping out curse words. Texas says, <laughs> of course, Keontae Goodwin should move closer to home if a family member is sick, but he did start his high school career as a freshman at Holy Cross, transferred to Ballard sophomore year, and, and ended his last years at Charleston High School. He could just be really indecisive, and a grass is greener, always greener person to an extent. Well, that's definitely been the word, is that you know, he's, he's had some bad advice over the years, but... I mean, if you're Louisville, juice probably worth a squeeze. 
Oh, yeah. He's huge. He's a former five-star. If it works out, great. If he winds up being some sort of issue for whatever reason. And I've never heard of all the things that I've heard about Keontae Goodwin. And God knows he's been a part of the, 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 the local conversation since he was like 10 years old. Yeah. I've never heard that like a bad thing about him personally. No, never about. I've always just heard that he's had bad advice around him. I mean, I've not, I'm, I know someone that, that was on the coaching staff of his high school team that, that spoke fondly of him. Um. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I've never. It's never been like. There, yeah, there's no. I'm, I can't think of one time where there's been an off the field issue for whatever reason. I mean, good or bad. I mean, that's that's or negative at least that has come up. It just seems like he just he's got maybe a trouble with commitment. There also, you know, there are some sycophants that just hang on and latch onto a kid that looks like a person who could make them a lot of money at some point and maybe tell them the wrong things. I don't happens. know. I mean, yeah. When I mean, you're six, seven, 300 pounds at like 14 years old, it's people are, are going to, but I mean, Louisville, Louisville is, is no stranger from taking a chance, uh, you know, a, a high, a low risk, high reward on, on a former huge sure. recruit locally. I mean, and the most part, I guess it's, I mean, Willie Williams was okay. I mean, we had nah, it, to that one. That, that one didn't work out. It didn't work out in the end. I mean, uh, Ma, I mean, Jones. Nate, uh, Nate Harris worked out. Montreal Jones, Jones worked out. out. Uh, Eric Shelton Eric worked Shelton out. Definitely worked out. Um, the kid from Michigan didn't. McKinley, but you know, oh well. Um, Pike didn't work out, but oh well. I mean, we didn't lose any sleep off those ones that didn't work. No. So I agree. Yeah, one I mean, there's no unless you think this kid has some kind of off the field like issues, then then he doesn't. Then, yeah, bring him in. If he doesn't work out, he doesn't work out. Texas says, is there any hope left that the ACC and Louisville are going to be okay after the dust settles with conference realignment, or are we 100% bleeped? I think there's still hope. Still hope, but I think I don't. I think Louisville needs to do something. I think when the smoke clears at some point, the ACC may not be around. Yeah, but when but the, that's, the smoke's never going to clear. I think yeah, we, that's, we're talking 20 years down the road, maybe. I think we've established maybe. the fact that we're never going to get to a point where the smoke clears. I mean, I feel like when we get to a – the position where it seems like things are established and we've got the mega conferences in place. I think then you start talking about like conferences, trading teams, like Florida state wants to jump from the big 10 to the sec now, or Alabama wants to go to the big 10 and it's just, it's never, ever going to stop. So I'm just trying, I'm taking the approach now where I'm like, I'm just enjoying the seasons as they come, whatever situation we find ourselves in long-term, like I'll react to the news when it's out there and it's legitimate and it's confirmed. But for now, like all the speculation is just so mind-numbingly frustrating. It's kind of I can't do it, and I, I don't think it's ever going to stop. It's kind of weird though, because like we were just watching that game from '93, and you know, the, it, while it's a little different, it's still the same. Where they talk about you know the super conferences and only having 80 teams available for the tournament or the play, a giant playoff, and only 80 teams are available, and the independents are out. I mean, that's kind of still here. We are 30 years later, and we're in that kind of sim- similar situation again now. Where they're they're looking at making making like three twenty team leagues, yeah. Which I think when it's all said and done in like twenty years, I think it's where we're going to be. Unfortunately, we like three back to back texts all talking about how um, Tres can now play for the Ville next year potentially in the TBT. Oh okay. yeah, <laughs> hey, limit. What, what, what do you do when you get bad news? You mean you turn it into something good, right? Texas says uh, yes. He was on the Kentucky Kingdom ad because it was Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, well that makes that makes sense then. Yeah. Texas, Trevor, you live with your mom. Please stop commenting on this issue. The mom is wrong. The husband is wrong. Okay. Texas, Trevor, literal. You're wrong. <laughs> Texas, Trevor, literal quotes before the last break. One, 
I don't remember it being triple digits referring to the ACT cost. Also, Trevor in succession right after that. It was something like fifty to a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Says Mike, I think you're safe in safe territory with the twenty seven on your ACT. ACT. No, not necessarily. You did bad at math too. Trev wouldn't study <laughs> if you told him weed, money, and Arby's was involved. I didn't study and I thought I had needed to get into college. <laughs> I was pissed about that. Like they and they were trying Western was trying to tell me how to live in a dorm. I'm like, I'm twenty five. Yeah. I was like, what kind of statutory charge are you trying to get on me? They're like, you know, I was like, no, I'm not living in a dorm. Which is weird because I did hang out in them okay more often than not too as well afterwards, but it's like also I have, I have pets. I, I was had the dog I had Donovan with me. He was going with me. I wasn't gonna leave my dog behind. Texas says, do you guys know when the season tickets typically get uploaded to the Ticketmaster account? I don't. When we were season ticket holders, it was always about, I think it was like the first week of August, though, when we got them in the mail, which was one of the best days of the year. So I'm assuming that it should still be around this time where you, when you get them uploaded. We'll find out. Texas says, I always think of the uh, Fever Pitch movie when I think of season two by receiving their season tickets. Why? I don't know, because it's the excitement of him getting that Boston... I only got season tickets like I had them one. Well, actually, I had them two years for the Pacers, and I was. I guess it was exciting, but I don't know. I just didn't. I went like, "Yay, they're here!" Yeah, I used to get excited. Texas TJ was a topic of discussion on Alan Cutler's show today. He is certainly something. Is that Alan Cutler or TJ? I'm assuming that's Cutler. I didn't know Alan Cutler had a show. <laughs> I didn't. Know. I'm sure it's great. Texas, that mother-in-law can go to hell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, everybody feels that way. I can't wait till you, when when your kids throw you out and you're like, oh, where did I go wrong? It's not throwing them out. She was staying with them for nine days. It's nine days. That's really that long. Yes. Oh, Are you kidding on. me? Nine days is not that bad. Texture says uh, Trevor is going to score a few points worse than Mike, but he'll still hold it up proud with it. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> if I get within like ten points, I'm I'm taking the victory. Texas says, Trevor's reaction to the second Am I the A-hole baffles me. He said, it's just nine days, uh? I'm glad, if you can't go nine days without getting laid, geez, dude, it's come like, on. It's, it's, also, it's everything. Like, no, I think that's pretty much the pri- primary. How did she get rid of him? I want to bleep your son. It's clear that's what it's all about. But she also listed, like, we wanted to, like, have privacy watching our shows, and she was there. We wanted to, like, talk, and she followed us to rooms. Like, it wasn't, it's just, I mean... Yeah, clearly you'd want to have sex after being away from your spouse. For I get months. that. Texas, the last two Am I the Ales were classic. I want to bleep your son made me laugh out loud. It is a great line. I mean, it's, I think it's funny. Texas, is FSU football the same as Indiana basketball? Uh, Lately, n- yeah. I mean, no, I don't know because they won a title within 10 years. Though. Oh, that's true. I, I forgot about the I try to, I yeah, try to forget about that too. No, I mean. And then they went back to the, the – Basically, the, the equivalent of the Final Four the next year. Indiana, I think they're more towards like Tennessee football, maybe. I think that's the comparison. I mean, Tennessee's a little more frequent with really with, with their championship in '98, but I think that's more, or even maybe Nebraska. We even know Nebraska. I think one didn't they win one in like '97, I think, or something. Like same, that. around the same time. Yeah, well, they won '96. Nebraska hasn't been close since. Tennessee really hasn't either until last year. No, but but Tennessee, but Nebraska did have that short Bo Pelini era where they had the three straight ten win seasons. He he had an okay run there, which I guess could be like the Korean era where they didn't yeah, they weren't doing really, Sweet Sixteens. Yeah. yeah, they still have never been to a regional final. I think either one of those works better than Florida. State. I think the bottom line is though, no matter how great your program and how long the dynasty is, no program is is good if you don't have a good coach. No program is as good as better than its coach. I think you're right. I mean, that's, I think it's been proven. 
Texas, do you think anything can be done to fix the homelessness problem in downtown Louisville? I feel like it's worse now than it's ever been. That's a loaded question at five fifty three. Here's the thing: it is, it is bad downtown. You, you you want to feel better about it? Come to come to Southern Indiana. There's it's the, you, bad down here too. I, there's no way it is worse there than it is. Here. It's it's bad downtown though. I don't know how when's the last time you've been downtown. I think you said a while. It's, it's been, been a minute. Yeah, I don't go downtown it's that definitely, often. Definitely, because I mean, I used when yeah, I worked, I got a friend lives on Third Street. I'll go see him sometimes, but that's about it. When I worked downtown and I, I had to walk everywhere from my job, like you know, you got to like I, I would recognize the same faces. I got to know them, some of them by name. It's like, hey, Paul, what's up? Like, and now I, it's going to the same places where I worked. It's. Ten times as many, as many people. Are you? Do you? Do you give? Do you give money to the the homeless on the side of the, the on the off the off ramps where they usually hang out? I always try to if I've got some. If I've got if if I'm stopping long enough, I will usually always give them a dollar or five bucks. Just uh, that's just me trying to get good karma though. I think more than anything, especially if it's bad. Like if it's real hot outside, like if you're gonna stand here, I think you've earned five bucks. Yeah, but don't give me a don't use a funny sign. No homeless person should have humor in their signs. Texas says, did Trevor say Pottle Ket Black? He did. I did. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> Texas says, did you see the – yeah, I saw – I know. I did. I was amazed you didn't say something. Oh, I, like, I saw well, – I'm I, trying I, to get through as many texts as we can, which we're still not doing a good job. Okay, We've got sorry. two minutes here. Yes, I saw the – have you seen the, 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 the Chinese zoo where they're saying they think the bears are actual people in bear suits? No. You need to see that. Say part. Congo all over again. <laughs> Texas word is DoorDash is about to start advertising on YouTube. Bad news for TK. <laughs> just, that's funny. Yeah, as long, I can skip that. Just don't make me sit through a 20-second ad. Texas R.I.P. Myron Noodleman. I believe he was that, – that was not Myron Noodleman. It was, that was not the con- Dancing Kentucky Kingdom guy. Myron Noodleman. Well, how do you know person. who that even is? Myron Noodleman used to always go to Bats games. He's, he was a touring guy. He's Bill Hader's, I think, brother. Um, but he he passed oh, away a few years ago. Crazy! It was absolutely not the Kentucky Kingdom guy, though. You say Noodleman? Myron Noodleman was a trap. He was like one of those like Jake the Diamond dogs. He was always like a. Traveling. That's not the guy from the commercial. I don't it's think. Not. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's not. Yeah, he passed away in seventeen. Texture says nine days uh, isn't that much. Trevor just tried not ordering DoorDash for nine days. Okay. Texture says tell Trevor or Scoots <laughs> whoever can fix the signal in the tunnel for the East End Bridge is the best. <laughs> Texas, it was a Subway commercial, not rallies. It started with a beep, like a heart monitor that looks like a McDonald's logo. They played it everywhere for months. That was just a few years ago. That, okay, no, the rallies one was from, like, the late 80s. Yeah, late that's 80s. what I'm thinking of, too. Yeah, like that's 90s. beep, 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 go rallies, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, that was the, yeah. Texas, Trevor couldn't get laid in nine days anyway. That's why he doesn't care. <laughs> if I'm married, I could. <laughs> I'd hope so. Texas says the, the ACT is for rich people, smart people, great athletes. You're a producer. There's nothing wrong with being a producer. You can live a damn good life. Chasing a dumb dream <laughs> does nothing but you and everyone around you heartache. That's a great tag. Uh, shirt right there. That's good. They won. There we go. Uh, the last. That, that, that's how we're gonna have to end the show today. And even my quotes, Rudy, to me is gonna is gonna get uh, gonna get get in my good side. I like. I don't want to take this ACT now. The person's asking for your cash app or your your Venmo account. I mean, you know, I'll pay, you know, I don't even you don't have to pay for a texture. I'll pay. I kind of want to do it now just to see where we are with this. So, I mean, registration maybe, closes in two days. You got to act now. Of course, man, this is this isn't going to fall like where you promised you would get me hip, try to get me hypnotized. And I never did. I, I mean, I reached out. I tried, and I got laughed at. But <laughs> now I did. My buddy called me yesterday. Sure, we got to go. Here. Okay, I was gonna say my my songwriter musician is wanting to do get together. We need to write some lyrics. I thought that was all you. Well, I kind of want to, now that now I've heard your Brahmin Boots song, I kind of want to get you involved. I can put something together. I can do that. 
That All right, tonight, really uh, real quickly, 8.05, Reds-Cubs, game three of a four-game set in Chicago. Brandon Williamson versus Drew Smiley. Cubs are a slight betting favorite. TK, who you got here? Uh, Drew Smiley was the name of the bad guy in training day. I'm going to go Reds. Reds with the comeback win tonight. They need this one, I feel like, because I, I don't feel confident about tomorrow and like the you – know, this feels smiley. like a biggie. Get us started, Kevin Newman. Lead us off with, with, with the big. Dude, Kevin blast. Newman's going to be the next like Ricky Henderson leadoff batter. You're you're going to feel ultra crunchy that you made fun of him. I hope so. All right, uh, everyone, enjoy your Wednesday evening. We're back tomorrow at three o'clock. Wish you some luck doing solo daddy duty tonight. We're going to do the best we can. Love you guys. They follow you around. Don't kick them out. Go cards. <laughs>